The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. I can hear Mr. Kinney. Can Mr. Kinney hear me? Yes, can. Our grandma on call tools. I wonder what this is. I bet it works. I just got a pop up. Upgrade to a higher edition. Why did you wait until now? It waits <laughs> until things happen to uh-huh. jump in your face. I hate that. Current, yeah. current edition of our whatever. Hey, what happened to the rest of my group? I made a group thing. Everybody's gone. <laughs> well, it looks like it's just you and me. Add people oh. to this call. Let's try uh, Andros again. Uh, he at least is, appears to be online. Yes, recording with PowerGrammo and my Steam-powered handheld Uziwatsi. Cool. I'm not seeing Andros's icon. I am seeing an ad for a Volkswagen Passat. (laughs) (laughs) Clever. Clever. Let's see. The person isn't available, so let's just use that space for an ad. God. (laughs) Oh, it's just too perfect. When the the service is free, the product is you. (laughs) <laughs> Doesn't appear to be answering. I wonder, uh, or either that, or it's just not calling him. Hey, trying again. Oh well. Oh, do I hear an? And- I hear an Andros. Excellent. Yay! Yay! I even remembered that I'm not on push to talk tonight. Uh, there's a plus. <laughs> there's a definite plus. I wonder if uh, I wonder if Eric and Nikki are over on Mumble. Maybe not. I don't know. I did send an email out. Yeah. I went and uh, I went and got Power Grandma again. <laughs> Every time I switch machines, I have to I I have to like buy this thing again. But what the hell? It's my own fault. I could have kept my original version on something handy like a USB stick or something, or even a CD or a DVD. Kept like, there we go, Nikki's online, says right here. Mm-hmm. Testing, testing. No? You sound like yourself. Do I? Precisely. Wow. Damn, I did not mean to. I want to be somebody different today. To, to, to try and be uh, one of two people. Try to be either Peter Laurie. <laughs> Nasty. Or, or, Time to throw the big red speech. <laughs> or that disgruntled public servant 
in Men in Black, the one that had to keep swatting bugs uh, in the morgue. That was just too disinterested and bored to even deal with the giant alien creature he didn't know was standing in front of him. Good one. All right, maybe maybe I'll try that. It's a, it's a low energy impersonation. Yeah. What? Yeah. There it is. That's exactly. It. Welcome to the gutter skypes. Yay! And, and that means what to me? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I stole your impersonation. Go ahead. It's all right. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hey. Hi. So yeah, we'll give this this Skype thing another try. It may be me. I was doing some reading, and whether it's true or not, I don't know. But we did not try. We did not try switching the host to somebody else. Just to see if it was me. Oh. Um, and did we do that now? Uh, not just yet. If we don't no. run it, if we don't run into any difficulties, then um, maybe we'll go ahead and see if uh, see if uh, Blind Geek wants to give it a try. I was gonna say, where's Big E? You haven't tracked him down yet. Is my fan too loud, by the way? I cannot really hear loud? your. I cannot hear your fan. I don't know if anyone else can. How about you guys? I'm sorry, what was that? I couldn't hear you over your, your fan. Sorry, no, no, no. It's, 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 it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> what, are you in a wind tunnel or something? Yes, I am! Holy well, crap. you know, it cooled off just enough, not to actually be cool, but to make me feel guilty about having the little horrible window unit air conditioner running. Because it was cooling down enough at night, it really wasn't helping anyway. So I finally pulled it out of the window, and I put the fan back. But it's still bloody warm right this second. So, it's, sorry. It's all about air exchange. It's all about changing the air in the room. It's all about being the wrong damn season. Tropical heat. <laughs> that sort of thing. <laughs> Says the person who likes it all. Hot and humid. Yeah, it's been kind of rainy and humid here every single day. You know, Erica's been going, when is the sun going to come out? It's so gloomy. Well, you got to expect weather like that in Nova Scotia. <laughs> I am so happy I do not live where it snows, I tell you that. Oh, I love snows. Love extra snow. You know, it's... <laughs> You know, this is, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting because I just, Adam just saw your email, and I was such a, like, I don't even know what was in my tiny little mind, I didn't even see it, I just was like, log it on Skype, la la la, <laughs> go on to Skype, how, how horrible, the old habits just return without thinking, go on Skype now. <laughs> Time to yeah. make the donuts. Yeah, it was kind of like, drudge, 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 hit the Skype button and wait for someone to go do 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 Anyway, so. Did you update it? Oh. You know, I think it updated itself last time against my will, improving my Skype usage, of course, making it a better experience for me, whether I would or no. Oh, yes. We're improving your experience by taking you offline for ten minutes. Hurrah! That's yeah, a, thanks, Skype. That's <laughs> a great title for a memoir. <laughs> what, Nick, Nikki's memoir of her Skype. <laughs> Against my will, one woman's experience with Skype. Wow. 
does it all, really. It could, it could go yes, for everyone. Yes, yes. So how is everybody, since I just, like, threw myself kind of like a human cannonball into the conversation, I'm sure I interrupted something. No, your fan blew us all away. Yes, sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I, honestly, I can't hear it, so right. whatever. I could go sit closer to it if you really want. <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> You're covered in cats? Yeah. <laughs> Some well, people would think it's a problem, but I know that it's not. <laughs> you should see our, our, our Dante, our, our newest cat. Um, when my wife is sitting here on the couch next to me. He will get up on the back of the couch, kind of put his front feet on her shoulder, and then just kind of lean into her head and close his eyes and fall asleep like that. <laughs> no. He's the, he is the cutest thing. Oh. Have I said that everything he, he does... He is such cute? a little suck-up. Oh. <laughs> no, he climbs into her hair and drools. Oh, does he does he kind of do like nursing behavior, like with kneading with his little feet and, and and kind of chewing or sucking on her hair? Yes. Does he? My mom had had a cat who did that. He and he turned into this great big giant. He was named Mickey. He was a total sweetheart. <laughs> he was about like seventeen pounds. So what was adorable as a very small little <laughs> handful kitten was kind of like oh for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> she had to heave him up on her shoulder. Need, need, need. It's very cute, except when he wants to do it at two o'clock in the morning. Uh, oh, it's very humorous. <laughs> Give it a rest, you manipulative little parasite. <laughs> but he loves her so much. <laughs> Mommy's little shuck up. <laughs> That's so cute. No, he's, he's pretty genuine. Uh, no, he's not. He's totally stuck in us. So you're flooded in felines. Uh, I am. <laughs> There's always room for one more. They're tiny. They stack nicely. You know, speaking of felines, like, you know what I came across recently? Seth. Um, uh, a, a still from Crazy Cat. And it's a cartoon that oh used to be God. on when I was little. Yeah, you remember that? You remember Crazy Cat? Vaguely, really vaguely. You know, Ignatz. Ignatz was Ign the mouse, Ignatz wasn't was it? Ignatz was the mouse, and Crazy Cat was uh, amazingly in love with Ignatz. And it kept bugging him so much, he'd throw half bricks at her to get rid of her. That's right. <laughs> and just looking back at that, it's like, this is like a classic abusive relationship. Do you know how awful this really is? <laughs> it's There's kind of a lot the modern-day Punch and Judy show. Ha, 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 isn't that a crack-up? <laughs> Look yeah, at that, much. eat here again. Woo-hoo, you know, it's like... Yeah, she, he, he throws. I mean, he throws the half brick at her, hits her, knocks her off her feet, and she's just like, "I am so in love with him." That's right. For hearts form around her head and stuff. That is sick. Disturbing. Very well. It really is. Because and you were and you know at the time everybody was oblivious to it. It's just like, oh, that's yeah, ha ha ha. Right. Her food. Yeah, and you see it again, and you're like, holy crap! What was I watching? I know. I mean, I mean, uh, was it um, Felix the Cat was much better. He was a problem solver. He was a, a janky sort of um, fix a, fix him up sort of guy. I actually don't remember much what Felix did. I remember the theme song. Yeah, I sort of. He had he had the bag, right? The bag is in the theme. Song. With his bag of tricks, right? That's right. He I've... becomes something fixed with his magic bag. I've, I've he pointed gets into it. A fix, he reaches into his bag of tricks. Ah, see. I, yeah, I pointed what... out on uh, IDDFOS 
years ago I pointed out that it was a total big fat lie. It was? Yes, the Felix the Cat song. I'm sorry. You'll laugh so much, your sides will ache, your heart will go pitter-pat. Give me a break. <laughs> Never happened for me. Never. <laughs> you were, you were a when you were six years old. <laughs> yes, I was. That's not funny. Neither's that. <laughs> Expect me to laugh at that? I think not. That is so jejune. <laughs> yes, I'm six years old, but I know the word jejune. <laughs> All right, I didn't know the word jejune when I was six. As a matter of fact, I, seven. I don't know it now. <laughs> I refuse to be amused by that paltry pablum that you're pushing at me. I didn't. I didn't really start getting interested. Nice, in... eh? you catch <laughs> yeah. That? Poultry, yeah. p- poultry, what? Pablum. Pablum, right? Yes. See, poultry, push, pablum, push. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't start getting interested until the master cylinder rim shot demanded that he build him an anti-gravity generator. <laughs> anti-gravity generator. Yes. I'm not angry. It sounds it's like a perfect Martian, yes. <laughs> Felix, Felix had a side... Didn't Felix have a sidekick for a short while or some of the cartoons? I thought there was some small creature or friend that he had that occasionally... Uh, or I'm, I'm probably just, like, inserting that with some spare brain cells that aren't firing, right? <laughs> it's, it's possible. I don't actually remember too much about the program, except that he had the bag. <laughs> hmm. Mr. Cage, did you ever watch Felix? I have not. You, you're not missing anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you're deprived. No, he's not. No, he's not. Or is it you depraved on account of your deprived? Felix the Cat is the animated... (laughs) It's the animated equivalent of the Bazooka Joe comics. Ah. Oh, stop. It is not that bad. Really, nothing is that bad. I guess you're right, yeah. It's just a step... It's a a notch higher. (laughs) It's a notch higher. I hadn't thought of this before, but I wonder if there's a website that has a bunch of Bazooka Joe comics on it. There has to be. That would be cool. For five minutes. I would be shocked. <laughs> if that, if five minutes, you're right. But I would be shocked if there wasn't. I really would. I, somebody somewhere has to have collected every damn one of them. Well, if, and if, them if, if nothing else, if you Google Bazooka Joe comics, the images thing on the top of the first page has three of them listed. And that's it? Wow. Well, obviously, if you actually go into the image search, you'll find more, I'm sure. Let me... Oh, all right, right. Okay. And, yep. One would figure. There's a bunch of... a bunch of different places, so... One would figure, absolutely. I almost fear what something awful would have. It's because of one of the things that was there. <laughs> their, but, uh, <laughs> their own uh, written in dialogue, probably for them. Yeah. I just discovered there are Felix the Cat cartoons on YouTube. Ooh. Now we've lost him to Felix the Cat. Bye. <laughs> Maybe for Bye. later. The professor has my magic bag. <laughs> I find a lot of Where interesting was... stuff on on YouTube. So. Where was Poindexter? Who was Poindexter, Mister? Poindexter and Mr. Something or Other? 
Mr. Sherman? And, Sherman and uh, Sherman Poindexter. Sherman and, and Poindexter, that's right. right. From the Poindexter Rocky and, was the dog, right? Rocky and Bullwinkle show. Actually, oh, I'm not that sure. that what it was part of? Peabody, okay. Sherman and Peabody. Right, yeah. Mr. Peabody. Right, Mr. Peabody Isn't was the dog. Is there a Poindexter somewhere? Poindexter sounds, sounds familiar, familiar, yeah. How she do it? Luna managed to turn on my clock radio. I have no idea how she managed to do it. <laughs> She's even halfway across the room, and suddenly the clock uh, radio is speaking at me. Do you know how small that tiny, tiny little recessed button is on a battery backup brick that mm-hmm. powers your PC? It occupies such a small, tiny, specialized little spot on the top of the unit. Isn't it? Isn't it amazing how a cat can find that? <laughs> All by itself. They're, they're very good. They're so talented. Oh, Poindexter was on Felix the Cat. How about that? Huh. That was the sidekick. Okay. Yeah, I just saw. I, I just typed it in. Uh, Google Felix Poindexter. There he is. He seems to be always holding a beaker of something fizzing and looking oh. at it speculatively. Th- that would be the cinematic plastique that and defines his character. And, he, and he's wearing, a, for some reason, a um, graduation cap all the time. That's, oh, he's smart. <laughs> That's right. Another yeah. another marker for kids to look at. And say, this is a smart person. <laughs> he wears glasses, no doubt. He has to be wearing glasses. Yes, he is wearing glasses. Of course. You can't actually. See his <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You can't actually what? can't actually see his eyes, just the glasses. Ah, right. This is strangely appropriate talk, having just come away from the weekend of the San Diego Comic Con. Oh? And did I, you? I did not know, and I haven't been keeping oh. up. I've got no. hours and okay. hours of YouTube videos to watch when they get posted about who dressed as what. I've been having a lot more fun following the coverage of a local uh, fandom convention that shall remain nameless that happened over the weekend as 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 well uh local meaning louisville yes, yes. okay so <laughs> our clues are louisville this past weekend was uh the end of july what we were, you can probably find it and it had such such guests as as stanley william shatner john barrowman you know uh, colin baker bunch of, the, uh, of these guys, and apparently uh, the guests, I mean, the, you know, those, you know, the, the actual celebrities they had, and there were a bunch more apart from, 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 from them, you know, we're, we're all good and, 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 and that. Uh, the con organization uh, rhymes, I guess you could say, rhymes with falafel duster cluck. <laughs> Let's see. Falafel rhymes with my waffle. Um, my waffle buster duck. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. Wait. I don't think that's quite it. I think we're close. Let me keep. Um, Nikki, if you want to name names, drop the name of that guy that was in charge of the uh, North American <laughs> no, North American Discworld thing. Rule as much as. Much I bet he was on both rosters. <laughs> Oh, wouldn't that be funny? How do I check that? No, I'm sure he was way too exhausted to play with anybody else these days. Yeah, or burnt to a crisp. Mm-hmm. From some of the stuff that I've heard, the way this show was, was run made, that looked like perfection. Wow. Wow. There were multiple schedules floating around, all of which 
were wrong. <laughs> no signage. They, the, nobody actually told the volunteers anything, so nobody <laughs> actually knew where to send people. Wow. The lines for, for autographs were running through the middle of the, the bender area. Holy crap. In the middle of Saturday, the fire marshal shut down the uh, ticket sales because they were exceeding the uh, capacity of the buildings. That happens. Um, yeah. I mean... <laughs> I heard... And oh, wow. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Colin Baker. Colin Baker was there? Yeah. Oh, wait. I'm thinking Colin Baker. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, well, wow, you know, how cool is that? Was he wearing the stripy scarf? Colin, Colin Baker's still 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 cool in that. Problem is that uh they you can actually go through his uh, tweet stream where he is talking about, you know, the episodes of, of, of CSI and NCIS that he's watching while he's waiting for somebody to come get him for his stuff. <laughs> He got a check for showing up, but nobody bothered to bring him anywhere. <laughs> they oh, man. Him over. And then, no, and and he finally made his own way over there, and and had to, and a fan had to show him where his table was. Oh man! Which was in the middle, which is this this odd corner of the anime room at first. Yeah, they usually assign. Uh, someone to keep track of the celebrities and make sure they show up where they're supposed to be on time. Mm-hmm. Some of them can be quite wayward, you know. Usually yeah. they, you find them at the bar or something. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, and um, evidently the um, convention canceled his his Q and A panel and then said that he canceled. That's really badly organized. As related by by uh, John Barrowman later at his Q&A, and he was kind of unhappy about this whole thing, too. So I, he was vocal, vocally so about it. Good. So, I mean, it, it was... That is, that's, oh, wow. that's just, that's reprehensible. It's not as if, you know, it's not as if these kinds of things haven't been done before and you can, and you cannot possibly find any literature whatsoever about how to go about doing a convention. It's all they, over the internet. They've been doing these for nine years. Is it always like this? You mean that specific convention? Well, this is, yeah. This is as the, the, my biggest that it's been that I, Were there different that people I know. Were this year? No, same people. That's, I can't understand. That's close to criminal. It's supposed to get better over time, you know? Yeah. That is close to criminal. What the hell? Wow, that's. It, I, I, there, have been, there have been several several bloggers who have blogged about it since then and related their experiences and that kind of thing. And there's oh, it's just the like local news has 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 gotten in on just on based on the volume of complaints. Evidently, the like photo op thing they had this their own special photo op thing. You, know, you, you you like couldn't get a quick, quick picture when you were getting stuff autographed. You, know, you had to pay for a photo op using their their cameras and their printers, of which there were three, evidently. And people were waiting hours and hours to get pictures that might look all right, might be off center, might be blurry. All right, that's just freaking <laughs> sick. That is I just mean, sick. That that just has oh, that just has 
blatant, transparent money grab written all over it. You know, my friend Ed was at uh, DragonCon last year, and he mm-hmm. said that they had improved check-in using barco- a barcode technique so that you can get through check-in in only one hour instead of five hours. <sighs> yeah. Holy that's crap. how long the line was. <laughs> Holy crap. I I also heard that the uh the in San Diego that the I forget the actual name of the convention center but that the building itself was expanded in order to continue hosting San Diego Comic-Con they they literally built onto the structure to make more room so that they could keep doing it it's like I know that's serious commitment that's that sure is you know wow yeah these things get so large, it's hard to find space. That's like I said. That's why Dragon Con is taking up four whole hotels in downtown Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the local Atlanta businesses and the hotels themselves are just crying, crying themselves to sleep over that. Going, oh, if only we didn't have Dragon Con to host, things would be so much more peaceful around here. Oh no, they even they they even closed the streets for a parade. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely must do. It, it gets kind of nutty when there's a home football game the same day, you know? <laughs> Holy crap. These, no, these, 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 uh, these shysters that were, you can go ahead and name the convention. It's not like it's a secret. <laughs> it's, uh, it was Fandom Fest. It's, uh, we, the AGC has actually been there before we had, a, they, they, they gave us a table two years ago. I, mean, I think you remember us talking about it some back then. That was when it was at, at, at a, a smaller ho- 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 hotel where the only place where the air conditioning worked was the, uh, was the stairwells and the park. Oh, that, no. Right? Wow. <laughs> well, this isn't the same place that had to shut itself down one year because of mold. That was something different, wasn't it? Uh, no, that was... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't remember how much the, the, the mold thing there was, but the hotel where conglomeration had had been held for a, a, a long time it had major renovation issues, and like uh, a, a manager that like ran off with the money and stuff like <laughs> like that. Yeah. And, God. And then they were getting uh, renovated and, and all that. There was and that was the year that they had actually moved back to a hotel near the airport. And ended up coming back there after it, it it was under new management and all of that. So, hmm. but it's oh the fun of fandom, yeah. <laughs> I don't imagine it's an it's it's anything close to an easy task to to organize, set up, and run a convention. But yes, it is. I'm, no, no, it really isn't. No, it's. <laughs> but I'm sorry, these folks, uh, these folks at uh, fandom uh, that. that uh, the highest muckety mucks of Fandom Fest should be burned in effigy for that kind of crap. <clears throat> the sad thing is, it's like all volunteers, so it's not well, like you can fire them and easily go pick up a, a new. Well, there know, is an actual staff. Company, is, right? Well, there there is an actual staff and all and all of that 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 runs it every year because they also did a thing called a, a Fright Night Film Fest, which Fandom Fest kind of grew out of. Uh, but uh, I mean, there there was no no real prep for the volunteers, from what I I understand. So no training, yeah. no briefing, no meeting, or if there was a meeting, it was a bunch of people saying, "What do we do?" Wow. 
house? Something. It was... Yeah, it's... I mean, you, you can prob- probably Google Fandom Fest 2013 problems, and you'll find at least a, a, a few of the uh, blog posts that people have mentioned about all the issues with the lines and lack of signage and scheduling. Mm. And... Um, I want what Andros is eating. Crunchy Popcorn. things. Oh, num. Um, is it worth, uh, do you think, either calling or texting himself? I bet he fell asleep. I've been looking, uh, I've been looking at, uh, his icon, seeing it not light up. Uh, I don't, um, I don't actually have his number. And I bet we will get a really fabulous email later that says something like, Crap! 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 <laughs> Sorry! Crap! We could all send I, I mental... Just opened, I just opened up Mumble and he wasn't over there. Oh, good. Okay. Thank you. I just checked my email. I don't see an email. Yeah, we can you imagine sitting around Mumble twiddling at them. Hello? We can send... Well, we can send... Hello? He and I had logged on to Mumble first last time, and um, wow. then, then we found the email and switched over. And right. I'm telling you, it's funny that it just... I was like, I gotta go to Skype. I really... It was brainwashed. <laughs> totally brainwashed. We should send mental, uh, uh, um, mental messages to Zeke to get him to... Yeah, there's no Connect with Zeke to get him to lick his face or something. <laughs> Zeke, good boy. Zeke, good, good boy. Zeke. Lick Master's face. Push push your nose against it. Do I have to go and perform the official gutter Skype phone call? You don't have to. It's just that I don't have his telephone. I don't have his telephone number. Wow. Wait. I can't. I'm not GMing, so I can't like bribe you with yum yums. <laughs> you can. You can uh, when he answers the phone, or it, hopefully if uh, he or answers no, the or phone. Or I'll leave a message and I'll be like, sleeping, wakey, wakey, and then we'll get the you email. You owe me three yum yums. <laughs> you owe me. You owe me three yum yums. Or however many, hey, you All decide. Right. It's not up to me to decide how many yum yums you get for this. You can ask for 50 if oh, you want. I, None of my business. I, no, ask not, no, 11 billion and we'll haggle down from there. Okay. So, <laughs> let me, uh, let me somewhere Does here. Have his number? I do. I, I have, I have the numbers. I am the official no. number keeper. I just have to open the thingy. And Tom, 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 and then I shall return as I bundle off. It hasn't changed, right? It's still I the same. don't know. Yeah, well, we'll find out. I'll go talk to somebody interesting. I'm sure. Okay. Like, oh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're Thank right you, Nikki. I I haven't. I I just I got so. I actually finally, after probably six months, this is, talk about reprehensible and someone that should be burned in effigy. I think it's me. In six months, I had not looked at the, at the, uh, IDDFOS slash gutter Skype's forums. <laughs> I hadn't been in. It's like, I, I just, I just never went, went looking, I, I don't know. I never was much of a forums person, so <laughs> I don't think I've ever been in there. Well, I'm very, very glad to see that uh, that it's still being used extensively for uh, anybody that's getting together to to do. Um, who did I lose? Was it 
There's a problem with this call. Uh oh. Please hold. I'm still hearing Andros. Oh, Nikki's little icons flashing. She may. Uh, she may be using. Uh, her, her phone thing may be interfering with it. I don't know. Uh, that, that, that the forums are still being used by the Sunday Skypers and uh, anybody else that if, if anybody else wants to set uh, set their their uh, gaming group up using those forums, they're of course welcome to do so. I also came across, and I wish I had looked earlier because I would have made mention of it, the the Lego pictures that Kitamono did for Leopard Women of Venus. Has anybody seen those? No. He, he, he went back to whatever program it was that uh, assembles and gives you a picture of a Lego construct of your own using their software. Uh, the one that he used for the white spider from, from uh, long ago that Mickey was <laughs> riding around on. Mm-hmm. Um, and he went back and he created the vehicle Rudolph with all four of your characters riding inside it. He did three different pictures. Terrific. Absolutely terrific. That is cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, obviously I'm gonna put them, I'm gonna post them, uh, <clears throat> actually I'm gonna put them up as illustrations for the Leopard Women, uh, uh, Leopard Women, uh, entries. But th- there was one in particular he did with, with Rudolph like above the, the, the jungle treetops shooting lightning. It was just <laughs> really, really well done. And and when you look at it, he he pretty much nailed what I had in mind for Rudolph, with the exception that it's square, but you can't really get much around that. Um, you can't really get much around that uh, with Legos. I always had a kind of a weird image of Rudolph. Um, you, you ever see the World of Warcraft vehicle Memron's head? It looks like a like a flying vehicle, but you ride around in like this giant head. Well, I have Nikki back. Did I, I didn't drop you, did I? No. Okay, good. No, I'm here. It's a head. You're riding around in a giant head. Yeah, some, for some, some reason I always thought, in my mind, I always thought of Rudolph as looking kind of like that. Hmm. <laughs> so. It had so much personality. For <laughs> no. I left a message. So. I told him we're taking bets. I said he's asleep. Oh, okay. <laughs> and we're taking mm-hmm. bets on whether he forgot or he's asleep. I so, said he's <laughs> But he did not answer. So we might be on our own, kids. Oh no. But we might have we to have a pulp that, we might have to have a pop culture episode. Oh my goodness, no not that. But before we do, quick like a bunny, did, did I get to share with you yet my my fabulous uh, news of the week? <laughs> Please do um, tell. I apparently am one of the chosen 72,000 files that got hijacked off the U of D website. <laughs> off of a what? Hi, identity theft. Woo! Welcome. Off, off Woo! of which website? Uh, University of Delaware got hijacked a couple of weeks ago, apparently. Oh, fantastic. 72,000 personal records and names and numbers and blah 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 whisked away into the void. Now, there's no guarantee that someone will do something, you know, nasty with my particular name or info, but yay! 
Rock on! That's excellent. You have a potential lawsuit on the horizon. Isn't that cool? Completely blindsiding me, unexpected. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we're cool. It's good. <laughs> I mean, it's bound to happen. Fine, fine, fine. So, uh, there you go. Oh, man. Hopefully yeah. it's just one of those people who do it to show that they can as a um, <laughs> application to see if uh, NSA will hire them. <laughs> Look at what I can do. For some reason, I keep getting the feeling that it's like from some consolidating, you know, social security numbers from some dude in Bulgaria who kind of like pulls them up and then flogs them off wholesale. Yeah, I got 72,000 cheap from the East Coast and uh, it can give you 50,000 from, you know, Africa, and, you know, just... You want to come into U.S. from California? No problem. No problem. You want? You got jeeps. <laughs> yeah. Your name is yeah, Nicky Poop, uh... and <laughs> <laughs> you live in Green Bay, Wisconsin. <laughs> this is the best part, though, because it's so funny. They, they are working to notify... Everyone who has been affected. I will give them that. That's great. It took two weeks to admit it, but whatever. There you go. So they're working to notify everyone. But I get an email that's not telling me I've got a problem. It's an email saying they're sending out letters. Okay, well, I haven't gotten a letter yet, so that's good news, right? Yeah. But then there's another email saying, if you haven't gotten an email notifying you and you haven't gotten a letter, you want to go to this, you know... <laughs> Gmail, Google app thing, which I'd never had and have to sign up for, sign up for it and then go to the sidebar and pick one little column and then go into that deeper to get to the spam box to see if the notification that, yes, I have been one of the chosen 72,000 is in the spam box. And lo and behold, that's where it was, but it was so, you know, follow the yellow brick road. They left, out, here, and they left out the part where you have to move aside the sign that says, beware of the leopard. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so silly. So, uh, that, I, actually, as irritating as it was, it made me laugh because it was so ludicrous to try and find my notice of whether or not I'm potentially comp. Okay, that's it for me. That's all the news I got. Okay, fine. Off we go to play. Yay! That's sad. That is. Uh, oh, it just you know it is what it is. I'm glad you do. I'm glad you did get notified in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, and to their credit, also they've hooked up with some tracking company, uh, you know, like a credit tracking company mm -hmm. that will, uh, if you sign up for it, they will watch over your accounts or whatever, such as it is. Um, Anybody trying anything funny from for some other... Years, yeah, yeah that, that it, that's covered through the school. So I'm like, well, thank you. Yes, I'll... I don't know that it does any good, but what? why not? You know, if you, you've got it, I'll sign up for that right now. And, well, I think some, I have to go some... around and notify... <laughs> If somebody I, tries I, I, to use your credit information in Czech in the Czech Republic to sign up for magazines, then <laughs> instant red flag. Mm. And I think they'll know it's not you, hopefully. Yeah, I just, uh, because what they don't give, of course, is the actual details of what got lifted. So, like, what files got taken? Yeah, was your social security number compromised? Because that's a big one. Yeah. And I don't even know how you begin to check on that. So those are often encrypted. Those sort of databases. So good. I hope so. Hope. We can only hope. But yeah, and you know, it's it's too bad because 
because it was such a wonderful, useful number that, of course, all the companies in the in the United States are like, you must have it to prove you're you, and then something goes sprawling, and how dare you give up your social security number, and oh, don't you know how valuable it is? Blah, blah, blah. Please. <laughs> Practically scribbled on the notepad under your coffee cup. You've got so many of them, I don't want to hear it. Whatever. So, uh, yeah. But I have to, I guess I'm going to have to spend some time, like, contacting... bank or whatever and letting them know. I'm not sure how you go about it. I'm going to learn, but I'm busy babysitting all week, too. <laughs> yes? Yeah. For um, for my best friend's three kids. Oh, my um, God. Three. Yes, I know. That's what I keep saying. Like, oh, that. But we got two today. I've only got two days left. I've only got two hands to punch with. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man, when they get snarky, it's really hard to not just reach out Let me tell you, let me act out a story from the old days for you kids. Ah, this is how we did it in the old days. Uh, the oldest <clears throat> is, uh, there are three girls, and the oldest is nine, and she really is wonderful. She re- and she's wonderful with her sisters, and her sisters are five and a half. They're actually going to be six in October. And they, too, are wonderful kids. But, you know, they're all kids, and, huh, they're not perfect, and they don't always stay rational and kind and calm. Huh. So, uh, you know. <laughs> but for the most part, it's fine. What I what I can't cope with more than anything is the noise level. Because it's stop. You know, because they love great. You know, and then they're screaming out. And I'm just like, oh, please make it stop, make it stop. So, because <laughs> I'm a wimpo, and. uh the expression yeah. shrill, is that it? <laughs> it's, it's shrill and non-stop. But they, they really have been great, and, uh, and I'm just I'm a little tired. Two more days, two it's, more days. It's almost worth renting a bounty, bouncy castle and, <gasps> and putting it in the backyard. <laughs> there you go, kids. And then, of course, this is, a, this is a very handy opportunity to make use of bopper weapons. No. <laughs> We have enough trouble with the inflatable hammer that they already have. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and they only have one. Oh, that's too bad. Only, yes, I think the other one might have gotten deflated. So. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Oh. Did somebody call? There is a Excuse me, I'll go check this message. Oh, excellent. Thank you. And then, and we're going to play, we're going to play... We're either going to play or we're just going to chat for a little while more because I have no uh, I have no feedback from recent. Um, Let's check this real quick. Oh, no you've got big stuff up. Like, write some. I, <laughs> Words? Pick uh, it up. We're all fabulous. Oh, make sure it starts with Dear Adam. Be <laughs> <Get> right back. <laughs> well, we have to I make up our own. somebody email. else's feedback and adapt it. No, that's right. <laughs> that's okay. No, listen, hey, if they don't want to do it, I, I may just end up going back to the forums again to, and, and, and just pulling from there because apparently it's, it's very unpopular and, and, and for whatever reason to, to send, send feedback on the show through, uh, Anum5 at Anum5.com. 
probably probably dozens and dozens of people have sent like emails to Adam Five, <laughs> and they've given up. Maybe. <clears throat> There's somebody out how, there. Hmm? I can see how form commenting would be very convenient. Yeah, it is. So, uh, so uh, I guess I guess I'm just gonna have to. I don't know. I'm gonna have to go ahead and uh, go ahead and go there. And the problem the problem with it was it used to be anyway that combining the form feedback. First of all, it was it was uh, it was a time consuming process to cherry pick and pull and cut and paste from the forms. Uh, all the not different postings. Uh, you know, yes, that's true. Perfectly convenient for us. But it also used to be it used to be that when combined with the email, it just ended up being uh, uh, the first hour of every episode used to be getting through reading the feedback. So, and now here we are. Here we are waxing eloquent about poorly run conventions and Felix the Cat. How sad is that? Well, maybe it's kind of like how, you know, last summer we really weren't playing very much, so maybe Yeah, we were on hiatus. <laughs> we took so July and August off. They aren't writing very much. <laughs> it's their turn. <laughs> it's their turn to go off They're on hiatus. They're not allowed to take time off. No. Anyway. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. That was not anything, wasn't Eric or anything like that, so... Oh, bummer. Never mind. I hope it wasn't bad. Is everything okay? Yeah, everything's cool. No, uh-huh. I just I saw it blinking because I actually have the the volume off completely, and I was like, oh, did he try and like call back? You know, the the reverse dial thing, whatever. You know, and mm. just return call to say I'm on my way, but no, it wasn't. So <laughs> never mind. Well, I hope he's doing okay. It's mm. it's still pretty. It's still pretty uh, new. Oh, that definitely yes. Still yes. pretty new. So. Yeah, if you, and obviously, if he needed a night, then he takes the night. Whatever. No worries. I am. I am. I'm sure that that were the case. I. I really think. I think he fell asleep. <laughs> I hope so. That's fine. You know. <laughs> nothing. There's. There's nothing wrong with that. You're tired. You sleep. Exactly. Just a little embarrassing, that's all, when you wake up and you remember and you go, Oh, God! <laughs> yes, but it's okay because it gives us opportunities to point and laugh, so... That's right, everybody you know, wins, really. Exactly, it is totally a win-win. You get a good rest and, you know, we have we, we get to, as I said, bust his chops without mercy, so <laughs> that's a good thing. Oh, oh Adam, mm-hmm. last week I finally got around to finishing <laughs> listening to the backlog for uh, for the Horde Radio. Oh my! Wow. Last week. Well, it took. Remember when I first asked you for the the address where there there's. Oh yeah, I moved. That's right. I moved uh, all the content and the whole site as it as it uh, existed when uh, she went down. Right. And, well, the link for episode one's broken, by the way. Uh oh. Unless it was intentionally removed. I don't. I don't remember. I'll have to go back and take a look. Okay. Well, that one didn't work. Anyway. Um, I guess I should be telling Auntie Ed this. <laughs> but um, Your secret's safe with us. No one will ever hear it. <laughs> I Yeah, I don't know how to get a hold. Oh, wait a minute. Yes, I do. I can just get up and walk into the next room. You can do that because I do want her to hear this. <laughs> um, she doesn't have Skype on her machine anymore. 
Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Otherwise, I'd ask her to, you know, log in, but... Okay, well, I don't know if I should say this for telling her first, but uh, if you if you want to tell her, that would be fine. <laughs> um, I will pass it along. <laughs> that sounds like a chicken way out, doesn't it? Are you going to say something bad? <laughs> well, I know she can be a little iffy about certain subjects. So, uh, I was listening to a podcast where they there was a... Um, kind of a podcaster who was interviewing other podcasters, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, they were interviewing a guy from one called Grand Old Podcast, which is a World of Warcraft podcast. And one of the things he does is goes back and interviews people who are kind of like, uh, who used to do World of Warcraft podcast and it stopped years ago. Hmm. Right? So I wrote to him and I said, hey, have you ever done something about For the Horde Radio? And he says, no, but I'd love to. <laughs> so I sent him the link for the backlog. And, oh, cool. And he said that uh, he's got some school stuff to do, and so he's going to be taking a hiatus until, um, I think he said January. <laughs> <laughs> January. <laughs> anyway, but that uh, when he comes back, he'd like to actually do an interview and feature uh, for the Word Radio as one of his first interviews. That's not bad at all. That's not bad at all. Okay, that's fantastic. I, I, if you, yeah, if you happen to have his contact information, um, and and you care to forward it to either me or or uh, Anthea, then uh, and she can get in touch with him directly and say, hi, when you're done with that, you know, minor trivial stuff, that real life education thing that you, <laughs> whatever. I, I can forward it to you on Facebook. Uh, in fact, I might have even recommended him as a friend to you on Facebook. Okay. So, you, you may or may not have known what that was about. I probably didn't. <laughs> yeah. I probably didn't, but, uh, yeah, whatever whatever way to contact him is, is fine. January. Yeah. Well, what the hell? Something to look forward I, to. I, I think that's what he said, because he had some sort of school thing. I think he's a, a, a teacher, and um, he has to wait till things calm down for break. Oh, so it's, it's career. <laughs> it's not just education, it's career. Yeah, well, I don't exactly. Well, that's like... Yeah. Excellent. Thank you for recommending uh, uh, the, the show. you know, I'm like a... Even after all these years, I'm still a For the Horde Radio evangelist, you know? <laughs> hey, why not? It's not time-sensitive, most of the stuff. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> it's funny, because... Going back and listening to the things, I said, you know, I wish the game had this. And then going, well, they added that eventually, didn't they? Oh, <laughs> there are yeah. a lot of things they used to gripe about that they eventually did add to the game. Oh, it's an entirely different. It's 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 nearly an entirely different game than it was. So was it eight years now? Yeah, they stopped. You stopped. Uh, Radio stopped just before um, Cataclysm. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, it, it's 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 so so outrageously different now than it was when uh, when it first came out. That I, I think, like the guidebooks that were sold by the by the hundreds of thousands in those first two years are now that near. Was already out of date by the time I bought it. I, yeah, I they were. Started playing like, <laughs> Cataclysm. Yeah. They were, they're, they're, they're all wrong. <laughs> Completely. 
It's amazing. I wonder if you have this problem, too. I, I mean, it was very strange when I suddenly get to one of those po- points when I actually either had sent in a voicemail or I was actually on the program. And I'm going, is that my voice? <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember doing this, but it doesn't sound like me. <laughs> oh, our recordings are, you know... Well, I mean, you've heard yourself on this show. You know, everybody, nobody thinks they sound like what they sound like when they're recorded. So that's that's true. You do enough of that, you're going. I sh- I should begin to enunciate better so that I sound better on the radio. <laughs> round tones, round tones. <laughs> I I recall doing. Um, well, one of the one of the humor pieces I did on uh, the Anum Five site that was the Who's on First routine, mm-hmm. uh, adapted for for um, uh, crap. What's the name of the uh, what's the name of the instance? It's not an instance. It's a PvP battleground. Oh damn! Alter, no, no, Arathi. Arathi. Uh, who's on Who's on Arathi? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and at the end of it. At the time that I recorded it, I said an undead hunter is coming over the bridge towards some something or other because I was describing what was going on, and there was no such thing as an undead hunter. You couldn't possibly right. roll one. Now, you can. That's right. <laughs> so it became right after being wrong for a year. Well, you know your other routine where you have the NPCs talking to each other. Right. They eventually put the quest in the game called "Welcome to the Machine," where you get to be a quest giver. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I think I've seen Auntie Ed do that once or twice. It's funny. It's hilarious. I've got some terrific stuff. The, the Easter eggs in this game would fill would fill two dumpsters <laughs> of all the little uh, uh, hidden hidden humor things, character names and and phrases and tributes, little little. Uh, Little um, homages to different. And some of them are, are blatantly obvious, uh, uh, like the uh, Indiana Jones quest line that just copies all all those movies. Very funny, very funny stuff. World of Warcraft, folks. Yeah, it's still there. <laughs> to some folks, it's worth it. To others, not so much. It's up to you. <laughs> I I can't afford the I can't afford the fifteen ninety five a month or whatever it is. Um, just to walk around, because that's all I ever used to do. <laughs> I, I would just walk around in the dwarf. Hmm, this is interesting. Yeah. Wow, you this looks do, great. You gotta, you gotta do what you find fun. Yeah. I don't believe in fun. Never had fun. I eschew fun. Yes. It's stupid. It's, it started <laughs> when I was a small child and being subjected to Felix the Cat. No. With his so-called bag of tricks. <laughs> no. he, he was still you a better poor Felix alone. He was still a better model than Mighty Mouse. Oh, I, I found it for you if you don't mind me mentioning it right now. It's oh, cool. A Go ahead. Sayomara Vesper. Sayomara Vesper, okay. Sayomara Vesper, it's, yeah. It's the icon of his homemade doom hammer. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. All right. 
I will uh, I will make mention of that to Andy Ed. Maybe we'll uh, um, look for some of the episodes he's already got recorded. Mm-hmm. Good deal. Thank you. Sure. So. So Mighty Mouse had a gun for everything. Mighty Mouse? If I remember correctly. No, Mighty Mouse was like the Superman mouse. Yeah. But he also had a gun for everything, didn't he? he had a, no, that wasn't Mighty Mouse. Who was that? Somebody had a gun. Somebody had a... Uh, shrink the shrink the criminal's gun. Uh, anti anti rain gun. You know he had a, everything. Every problem that they ran across, he would pull out his specialized pistol to shoot at. I remember that, but I don't recall who had that. I thought it was Mighty Mouse. It must have been somebody else then. No, I can't remember. Yeah. Somebody had a yeah. Was it Courageous Cat? Courageous Cat and Minute Mouse? Minute Mouse, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. My my A.T. Mouse to save the day. Yeah, something. (laughs) (laughs) He was very operatic, as I recall. Yeah, uh, Andy Kaufman did a bit based on that. I think he did it on Saturday Night Live, where he just put put the um, Mighty Mouse theme song on a Victrola. Yes, and he would he would uh, lip sync to it. He while he doing actually he listened. theatrical poses, right? Yeah, he listened. He listened as it played, and it wasn't until it wasn't until the, the actual words "Here I come to save the day" that he would lip sync those <laughs> with the uh, poses, and then let the record play on with the other whatever. Well, very carefully listening. Listening, having a sip of water, waiting for his cue. <laughs> Excellent Great. stuff. That's got to be on YouTube as well, no doubt. No doubt. When there is a wrong to right, Mighty Mouse will join the fight. On the sea or on the land, he gets the situation well in hand. Which is even more of a challenge, because he's a mouse. He should have paws. <laughs> You know, I was disappointed when they did the uh, underdog movie. You know, they did an underdog movie. When was this? Oh, well, like within the last ten years. Yeah. You know, you know, what I was disappointed about what they made him a dog. <laughs> they made him a dog. Underdog. Yeah. Like a dog. 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 Yeah. What's all right. I didn't even see it. I, maybe I should see it before I comment on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I do remember that he, he, they just made him a dog, and I don't know exactly how he fought crime. <laughs> was it computer animated? He was a real dog. <laughs> hmm. Okay, live action underdog. I think yep. That that uh, that that's one of the better actual actually that's one of the top notch cartoon theme songs because it's got two verses that are really fun to sing out loud if you're good and you can talk fast. Yeah, that is a good song, isn't it? Nikki, do you know yeah. the words? To which one? I'm sorry. Underdog. Um. I do. But <laughs> all, all of it? Do you? No, yes, the only thing, yes, I uh, do. Does it does it start differently than? I guess it does, right? It starts with when criminals in this world appear. 
Then that part's yours. Off you go. When criminals oh. in this world appear. Yes. And break the laws that they should fear. And frighten all who see and hear. The cry goes up afar and near for underdog. Underdog. People are switching off this podcast in droves. Fighting all who rob or plunder Underdog 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 Yeah, I like that it's very dramatic, that song. Sing along with it. It is. It is. It is. It's very dramatic, and it's and it's like nice, tight lyrics on it that are, that are just well chosen words. It's just it's nicely done. I'm trying to remember now. I'm trying to remember the second verse. Oh gosh. Oh, when in this world the headlines read. That's the next line. I'm so proud of myself for not googling this. This is great. When in this world the headlines read of those whose hearts are filled with greed, who rob and steal from those who need to right this wrong with blinding speed, goes underdog, underdog. That's it. <laughs> those are the those are the two those two verses are just nice and tight and, and fun to sing. I like how triumphal the the chorus is. It's very Wagnerian, really. And here come the spams. Oh, no, okay, I made that part up. But it would be good. It's the perfect contrast to the uh, to the to the rounded figured dog in the droopy costume. That's just going to, and of course, voiced by who is it, Wally Cox? I found out recently Wally Cox was a very close friend of Marlon Brando. Not that that's worth anything. <laughs> oh, interesting! Interesting to find out they apparently went to the same schools together. I don't know. It's the one earworm I have from Underdog. <laughs> Which is the what? What? I feel I feel fine when I sit down, but when I stand up, things spin around. <laughs> Uh-oh, who did I lose? There's a problem with this call. Maybe it is me. I don't you know. You didn't lose me. Ah, uh, it's Nikki again. It dropped Nikki. Oh, dear. Okay. Yeah. Of course. That was me with me. It was it singled out Nikki. No fair. Hello, got you back. Oh, hi. Hello. It dropped you. I was thrown you. You were. To the Skype void. You were bounced On out of the pickup. Recording saved. Whoa, whoa. What the hell? What the hell? Now I hear no one. What is up with this? Call group is ghosted. Skype crashed entirely. Skype home unavailable. It just dropped all of us. Uh, something's going on because it kicked me out of WoW. It didn't kick me out of Mumble, but I just got drop kicked out of WoW. Can you get back in? And you want me to unplug and replug? I, I'm gonna shut down and restart entirely. It's the fucking internet. It does this. It yeah. just comes to it. It doesn't. It's not. It's not that it's off. 
it just grinds to a halt. That's why I'm thinking of unplugging this. Yeah, I'm shutting down. Uh, oh, okay. Shutting down now. It's like. <laughs> yeah, I know. For no reason. Just it grinds to a halt. Does this to me all the fucking time. It's very frustrating. Hate cable vision. Hello. Hello. Making sure Hello. that I'm making sure that I'm not muted. Am I? <laughs> yes, you no. are. Sorry. Hello. Damn. <laughs> Hi. Where did that just go? Did you lose? That was a weird. No, I over on my contact bar. I was just starting to type to you guys. Is it possible to get spam contacts? Because there were all of these addresses from like Mauritius. And God only knows where else. And now all of a sudden they've vanished. What the hell is up with that? Weird. That is spam. But now I, I just clicked on contacts and it's not there. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Because I couldn't believe it was... You know. Oh, wow. So, okay. So never mind. Never mind, we're fine, everything's fine. I'm back. Mauritius. That's like British territory. <laughs> or uh, something. He was over on Mumble. <clears throat> Out where in the Indies. Who was on Mumble? Yeah, where did that go? Eric. He said he's... I... Oh, okay. He I've he's been, been here on Mumble. <laughs> Let me get my Skype headset. <laughs> it's gonna be like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So I have <coughs> phantom spam contacts from around the world. And um, Eric's hanging out on Mumble. And uh, how are you guys? I Is Andros hosting? Oh, I'm sorry, you got what? I don't know. I called. I don't, I'm not recording now. <laughs> I'm ch trying to check to see that I'm recording, but. Um... Powered Ramo changed itself along with Skype enough so that all the useful stuff that used to be right out in the open is now thoroughly hidden. Hopefully. <laughs> it seems to I be the engineering got... trend. Did you just upgrade Skype again? I got a pop-up that said, do you want to not upgrade whatever it was? Do you want to update? And I'm like, no! No, for God's sake, no! Not now! So, I didn't do that yet. But if I do, maybe I'll get back all of those mysterious contacts from Mauritius and <laughs> Russia. God only knows where else. That'll be fun. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Ah. Yes. Good evening, Boinkin' a chick. <laughs> Two minutes, 48 seconds. Yes, I am recording. Oh, that's a good thing. <laughs> That's a good no. thing. All right. I, I didn't know after last fiasco whether or not we were doing Skype or Mumble, so I was on Mumble and wondering, where is everybody? And then we didn't happened to play think... fiasco last time, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> you knew somebody was going to say that. Usually <laughs> 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 it would be me, so I didn't yeah. know if anyone... Oh, well, we missed you two weeks ago. Nice <laughs> I missed me two weeks ago. I can't... <laughs> that was the stupidest thing I've ever heard. 
Oh, God. That may cause drowsiness. Screw you. I totally want to bet. I said, I know. I, I got your voicemail and I was laughing myself silly because of that. But next time you're a GM, you got to give me tons of yum yums. Because I won. Well, whenever okay. we get back, whenever, make note of it now, your character, whenever oh, we get back. Whenever oh, no. we get back to uh, to Edison Force, you have two additional oh, yum yums. Any old game, really. For your <laughs> even games that don't have yum yums. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when I do need yum yums, I don't think of it as hoarding. I like to think of it as fruitful saving. That's what. <laughs> Whatever helps you sleep at night. Yeah, well, I bet you like anyway. the ones where you actually use M and M's to keep track of yum yums, don't you? <laughs> I've never done that. Especially green ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, the cork on this bottle of 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 lambic I just opened uh, broke in half while I was opening it. So I guess I'm gonna have to finish it, aren't I? Oh. Or you'll call yourself a quitter for the rest of your life. <laughs> and how long did it take you to try and wrestle it in half with your hands back and forth? Come on, break! Damn it, break! No, no, it's not that. It's I was trying to pull it out all at, at once, and then it got about halfway, and then the, the top of it popped off, leaving the bottom half of it still in, in the bottle. Are you going to push it in, so, or are you going to go get a corkscrew and try and... I had, a, I had a corkscrew in the first place. Oh. Oh, it's That's not... That's what I was trying oh. to use with. Gotcha. Well, I guess you'll just have to have the whole bottle. And thanks for rubbing it's it so... in, that you're <laughs> having a lambic right now. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I mean, enjoy. Don't be jealous, Nikki. His his wine is corked. <laughs> I do need to look at a, a, a different cup, though, so I'll be getting up here in a second. I also wanted to mention that last weekend, I went to an excellent, not as good as the uh, Kevin Klein Linda Ronstadt one, but an excellent production of Pirates of Penzance. Oh, good. Ooh. What fun. This cat like tread. That's a great song. It is. Did, they, did the pirates do a lovely, loud, bumpy dance? Telling about how how sneaky they are. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> busy stomping and clashing their swords and whatnot. I love that song. Song <laughs> yes. about the most ingenious paradox. Is that Pirates of Penzance or is that it is. Yes. It is Pirates of Penzance. And that that's was, also yeah. the, yeah. I polished the handle so carefully that now I'm the ruler of the Queen's Navy. Right? That's that, in, that one's Pinafore. Oh, that's Pinafore, bugger. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> The other nautical one. Never mind. They did that one last year, but I didn't get to see it. Um, well, good for you. They dress funny in all of them. Yeah. <laughs> and then the foolish me. Part is that they couldn't. They didn't like each other that much. At least that's what I, if I remember reading correctly. It, it varied. Uh, ah. they, they they got along well at at first, and then they kind of started grading on each other over time. From what I understand. Oh, it's like, uh, well, I won't go there. But yes. <laughs> Walk away from that. Walk away. <laughs> it's probably a wise, a wise yes. sentiment. Yes. Don't yeah. dredge up that Beanie and Cecil stuff. Nobody wants to hear it again. It's been, a, it's been done to death. <laughs> Was Beanie and Cecil based on Gilbert and Sullivan? <laughs> if not, it should be. Okay, yeah, but then... Not. But then silly me decided to go and explore an old 80s memory that first got me interested in things like Pirates of Penzance. Definitely Seeking Susan? No, no, no. The pirate uh, movie. Oh, oh, yeah. 
Though David Bowie comes in wearing a... Sh- oh, no, wait, that was Yellowbeard, wasn't it? Yeah. Where he wears the shark fin on his back. The so pirate movie was uh, Chris- Christopher Atkins and uh, Christy McNichol. Christy McNichol. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Wow, those they, were the days, eh? Yeah, they plot loosely based on pirates, and they borrow and modify, I think, four of these songs, and the rest of them are, 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 are all, the rest of the songs that they do are all 80s-ish ballads, ballads and stuff. Hmm. It's, it's a really bizarre movie, and it's a, 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 like, parody in general, too, so you've got... Yeah, look at that light, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Do you think the nostalgia guy has reviewed it, Adam? It's possible. He's got a list of over 300 movies long. I'll have to go digging and see if he has. If he hasn't, I'm going to have to email him and and, and, and say, look, it's on YouTube. You can go check it out. <laughs> yeah. Adam just introduced me to him, and I, I saw the Jurassic Park one. Good God, when, I, oh, yeah. when he first introduced us to him. Where the hell were you when he introduced us to him? I, I don't know. Anyway, the first I, night... I found them, and I, it, God, I thought I'll listen to, I'll watch one, and I was up, literally, <laughs> all night, all damn night. You can just one more. You can oh one more. And, and the problem was, you know, I, I, I'm laughing hysterically, and I'm trying to keep from laughing out loud, because I didn't want to wake up Mrs. Blind Geek sleeping next to me, and I'm sitting there, sneakers, and... Sneakers. <laughs> no, the bed is. I'm, I'm shaking the bed. bed. Yes, <laughs> raucous laughter that I'm trying to keep in. Oh my god! Fine, honey, it's a minor earthquake. But the, we're cool. <laughs> the never-ending story three. That's the one you gotta watch. Oh dear! I never even saw two. You don't need. No, no, no. You don't need to see the movie. It's it, it, two, oh. it, they're both abysmal. But three is by far, by far. The worst, can, and that's can, the same. Can I block blow our rating by singing the best song out of the Jurassic Park review? <laughs> just, I think oh, I know what it's yes, going to be. <laughs> sparkle, sparkle, sparkle! <laughs> oh, wait, maybe you're not thinking of what I think, thought you were thinking oh, of. Oh yes. I shit zombies! <laughs> oh my god, that was. So I was nice. with the re- with the e- with the reverb. Wait, echo, not reverb. <laughs> that he puts on it. The motherfucking T-Rex. T-Rex. <laughs> and and it's going, oh, it's so much fun to go around singing. Yeah. I will be right back. Okey doke. Okay. We've driven away. So, so this is called the Nostalgia Guy on YouTube. Nostalgia Critic. Yes. Oh, Nostalgia Critic. Yep. Okay. Yes, yeah. yeah, we will have to look that up. And then you'll go around and, and you'll mumble it under your breath at work. <laughs> you won't be able to help yourself. <laughs> the guy, the guy has made apparently he's made convention appearances a couple of times. At least, at least once he was uh, headlining at a convention with uh, his own particular show. He's a, he's an internet comic. He's made a living at it doing this now. That's funny. I like the fact that he's now branching out and doing recent movies. He did The Odd Life of Timothy Green, and and I was so pleased because I saw that movie and felt exactly the same about it that he did and it was like, yes, validation is mine! <laughs> I like I liked when he picks a particular theme like, um... I, I don't remember the film that he was reviewing but he opened it, he opened it up like 
he was the the main character in Lost Weekend, or s some existentialist film where he's just this shell of his former self <laughs> with the wind blowing through his soul because he's been totally decimated. His existence has been diminished <laughs> to the molecular <laughs> level by how bad this film was that he was watching. <laughs> and he, he, does, he does themes very well. He did his comeback uh, video very well because he quit it for a while. He quit it, uh, I mm. think, for three or four months. And he, he uh, apparently he wanted, he wanted to go off and do his own stuff and do independent f uh, videos and films. Discovered that it was not going to pay the bills because people wanted him for what they wanted him for. Yeah, I've, I've watched a couple of his independent. I just I think he's. That's my thing about the about him. I think he is much funnier when he is when he is making fun of or commenting on a movie. When he starts, even it, even within the reviews, when he starts doing his own thing, I, mm. I don't find him as funny. I find him, I, I get annoyed, I get kind of like, get back to the thing, don't don't go off on this tangent, come on, go back to the movie, talk about the movie. Titanic, the animated, uh, the animated movie. Wow. <laughs> wow. You know there was such a monster. And there was another one that stood out just with the, something that is destined to become a cult classic because of how horrendously bad it is, The Room. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh man! Uh, Andy Ed and I were doing bits with on that for a while. Ultimately, ultimately, bottom line, you have to thank Andy Ed for this because she discovered this guy ah. and recommended him to me. All hail Andy Ed! All I'm just glad hell. he's available on YouTube because I can't his blog mm -hmm. unless it's changed. I my screen reader the the play buttons. I think is a graphic or a flash thing or something. I can't find it when I'm looking at the uh, website with my screen reader. So uh, with, at his blog, and so oh. I was getting very, very frustrated that first night because I thought, "Dang, I, I want to check this guy out." And I just decided on a whim, I'm going to go over to YouTube and type in "nostalgia critic" and see if anything comes up. And man, yep, that was where I hit the mother load. Well, I very likely you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I actually found his YouTube channel. He's the Leisure Suit Rant Team. <laughs> <laughs> Proud subscriber. Mm. Excellent. I wonder if there's probably fewer ads on YouTube than on his blog, because if you go to his regular to his regular site, it's uh, one big ad in the beginning, and then he takes a break, and there's a big ad in the middle, and then he, I don't know. Okay, speaking of, of ads on YouTube, may I rant for a moment? I, I, I think no. you should. No. I have no problem with ads on YouTube when they're fairly short, when they're, you know, maybe a 30 seconds to a minute long. There is one ad on there that I keep finding, and I think I finally found a skip button, but I'm not sure if that was just a fluke or if it's always there when this ad gets presented. I didn't, it was so long, I didn't even realize it was a fucking ad. I thought, what does this have to do with X-Men yeah. Days of Future Past? Because it was this thing that ultimately wasn't that funny, and I kind of was annoyed that I'd wasted all this time trying to watch it, and it wasn't really... But anyway, that's beside the point. The point is, it's... And the ad itself is not bad. It's a, 
it's an ad for a, I don't even know exactly what the commercial's for because I can't see it. And it's one of those ads where the visual is more of what the product is than the commercial. But it's a song that I've heard on the radio. But I don't know the name of the song, but it's, um, I think it's by Man, Men and Monsters, Monsters and Men, something like, anyway. Um, but the ad's going on, it's going on and on. And I look and it says two minutes and two seconds. Two minutes and two seconds. Really? I mean, if you're doing a, if you have a promo for a podcast or something and you want to go two minutes, that's fine because everybody knows what it is. But when you're, and I guess if you could see it, you would know it was an ad. So I guess this rant, still though, why should I have to sit through a two minute ad for a video that's probably not much more than two minutes any, on its own? I think, I think they crossed the line into, uh, I think they crossed the line into, okay, we have now thoroughly, almost thoroughly monetized this. That, that's advertisemental harassment. <laughs> In a way, we kind of knew it was going to have to come along because you can't, you can't have seven thousand. I think it's every three minutes, seven thousand, seven thousand minutes of video is uploaded by the users. I forget what the actual. Again, uh, it's not the statistics. ads I have a problem with. If they need to do that, I res- I can respect that, but it's the length of the thing which which. Me off. Yeah, you don't you don't you don't see them on on network television, or where 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 or even cable. Yeah. Um. It the the one minute commercial uh, hasn't been around for a long time. Well, I think actually if you time it, the one minute is about as long as they'll get on on network mm-hmm. TV. I mean, if you get into the minute range, you're that's about it. So yeah, I mean, it's it's just. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, they have I, to figure out a way to pay for it one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. This is perfect. Invent the blip, Bert, and be done with it, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I heard someone say something about Leisure Suit Rant Review a little while ago, and I typed that into yeah. uh, YouTube, and yep. what I came up with was a guy who does game reviews dressed as um, Hitler. Uh, what? It, it says game review... Uh, ga- ga- <laughs> Hitler game... Review Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> okay. Leisure Suit, leisure suit Rant. Is what, oh, what you want yeah. to put it there? Leisure Suit Rant. Now is Rant Fiend two words? Oh, fiend. Not fiend. It's all one big word. Oh. Uh, so the whole thing is all okay. But that looks amusing. I might go back to that later. <laughs> I was going to say, isn't it interesting what you find when you mistype a yeah. thing? It's, it's so close and yet so what yeah, the so hell is that? Yeah, it says, posted by Hitler Rant Parodies. Because there's so many. You know, you got to make sure you're going to the right one. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I just, well, at any rate, the uh, uh, nostalgic critic really knows what he's doing. So far as video, so far as uh, editing goes, um, writing apparently a lot of the writing is done by his brother. Oh the, wow! Mm-hmm. And, and you don't shattered. and you don't see him on talent on camera a lot. Hmm. So they produce and write it together, but he's the uh, he's the in front of the camera talent. Um, one of my favorite, one of my favorite visual moments is, is is when he was commenting on um, knowing what the fans want, trying to branch out, do different things, and then discovering what the fans want. And he's in a he's in a swivel chair, 
And he's like, I know what you want. <laughs> you just want me to lose my mind and rant. And he spins around on the chair, shooting his forty-five in the air, going, dance for me, monkey, dance, dance. <laughs> no, no. Speeding it up. Everyone it knows how funny. every GM across America feels. Basically, yeah, that's that too. Yeah. <laughs> and going out to the Home Depot to buy a crowbar to bring home to smash a DVD to pieces into the rug until it's until it's yeah, that unrecognizable. Would be, that would be the never-ending story three. When oh, I was is that is that the one? Okay, I think it is. At the very end, he's just like, I can't take anymore. And then yeah, <laughs> uh, and I'm glad you had told. Us what happened there because I would have not had a clue had it not been for your description that night. And then I went, oh, this is the one it has to be. Well, the thing about the Jurassic Park was is that the, the is the subtitles behind every word during uh, on the motherfucking T Rex. <laughs> every time you hear that uh, that <laughs> amazing T Rex roar, yeah, they put a subtitle in. And some of which are so rude. I found some of them like, ah, but some of them are so funny. I love the sparkle, sparkle, sparkle. <laughs> sparkle, sparkle, sparkle was the last subtitle to go behind his roar. Another one was Chuck Norris is my butt plug. <laughs> oh. Another funny, one, rude. Another one is I shit zombies. <laughs> another one was tanks are my crunch berries. They were just... I, I, but when I saw I said zombies, I just lost it. I, I, I was, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. He did a very good job with that, an extremely good job. <laughs> I don't want the whole song. I tried listening to the whole song, and I was like, no, I don't need that. But it's awfully jolly to go around just singing the chorus. <laughs> Oh, my, I was. I thought you were going to sing. Uh, I thought you were going to sing the um, uh, the helicopter approach thing. He says, "Good luck getting this theme song out of your head. <laughs> it's going to be with you for weeks or till you're dead." <laughs> that was fun, but I've never had that theme song in my head. Only Star Wars. Star Wars is the only theme song that I can like. You know. Hmm. I remember when the movie came out and I first heard the theme song and I thought, I actually, and I'm a huge John Williams fan, huge John Williams fan, so take that, but I actually didn't care for it at first. I thought, I thought, this does not fit what they're sh what is going on in this movie really at all to me. And it's, it felt like it was just, hey, we're trying to make this movie a successful blockbuster. What can we do? Let's give it a theme song that's going to stick in people's head. A John Williams theme song that's going to be... Something no, like the same part. kind of thing as Indiana Jones or Superman or Star Wars. We need that kind of thing. What can we... Well, come on, John. Give us Star Wars was first. Yeah. Well, no. also, that, the kind of triumphal theme that you get with the Jurassic Park theme song, you got to realize the subtext for that is kind of like, it was a good idea at the time. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed like a good idea at the time, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the I best guess of intentions. The theme is illustrated. That's a good point, Andros. The yeah. theme is illustrative of the wonder that they were trying to achieve. Yes. Not what yeah. actually happened. That's a very good point. And you know what? It actually fits uh, musically. It actually more fits an epic western than anything else. It might that's what I kept constantly yeah. kept being reminded of. I'm thinking, this is frontier, round up the cattle, huge vistas of land yeah. that are being fought over in the old west. 
that's that's the feel that I get from most of the music in that film. But you know, it's still it's still very nice orchestration. It's, it's still beautiful, uh, beautiful Although, music. Yeah, but John Williams, he's a, he treads a fine line in that movie because he got very close to stealing the Chevrolet jingle. <laughs> to the USA in your Chevrolet. From the Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> That, 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 that reminded me of something you mentioned a, a couple of minutes ago about the product being the visual of, of the award. The award that was given to uh, the best filmed commercial um, uh, uh, advertising a product where the product is never shown on screen. Mm-hmm. And it was, I guess it was five or six years ago. Or who knows, with my brain, could have been 20, <laughs> 20 years ago, where... They just show this mound in snow moving, <laughs> this moving mound in snow coming down a road, and then it gets to a stop sign, and you see the dull glow of a blinker underneath the snow, <laughs> and it takes a right turn, and the last frame, it just spells out Jeep. Uh, nice. <laughs> you never actually see the vehicle or anybody just... Mm. I'm sure everyone knows what a Jeep looks like. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, anybody who watches Popeye cartoon knows what Jeep looks like. Jeep, Jeep. Now, the mention of the room and some of these other things here reminded me of something else that I stumbled across when I was going through uh, YouTube channels recently. Uh, it, it, it's more of a nitpicky kind of thing, but it's a thing called Cinema Sins. Cinema Sins. Yeah. Hey, I know sounds like sins. it could be a... Really good breakfast food. Yeah. I'm going to have me a big old bowl of cinnamon sins. All right, let's take a look at that. Or, Sin- you know, I want Sin- to find me a cinnamon girl. Uh, Sin. Basically, it'll, it'll, it'll say everything wrong with a, a, a given movie in so many minutes. <laughs> in three Spoilers, minutes or less. Stuff. Right. Oh, X-Men in three minutes or less. Oh, I got <laughs> it. Okay. And uh, the room is one of them that they've done, as is <laughs> Jurassic Park. They could do it in that short an amount of time in the room. And most of the superheroes, and most of the superhero movies, and and I, I I should note that they basically they they just do the this is a set thing, and 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 go 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 through like like that, just really quick, pop 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 pop, and go through it in that short of a time. Uh, some of them take take longer. Uh, I think Godzilla, they took like seven minutes. <laughs> this one that oh, popped God. up, I didn't mean it to. It's just doing it. It's Cinema Sins, Everything Wrong With Us. Yeah, I just saw that. Yeah, That's cute. <laughs> and, they're, and they're kind of crowdsourcing their, their coverage of Iron Man 3. Wow, wow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think one of the er- one of the earliest uh, people, persons, talent, whatever, to take advantage of the in thirty seconds thing was the uh, uh, God. Can't remember any of the names. All I remember is they started with uh, horror movies. They did something like The Exorcist in thirty seconds, but it was always performed. <laughs> It was animated, and it was always performed by bunnies. Huh. Really? <laughs> Is that like Happy Tree Friends? Mm, 
I'm not familiar enough with Happy Tree Friends. I do know. I do remember though, uh, The Exorcist, Titanic, um, all the all major Jaws, uh, all done done in thirty seconds by bunnies, performed by bunnies. Oh, I vaguely remember yeah, that. Yeah, it was very very popular for a while. I mean, uh, it got to the point where uh, I think it was Stars picked picked her up, picked up her animation. Come on. To, to show on uh, on network television first, provided I think that everybody was trying for another Simpsons. Uh, this was really a particular. This was very particular stuff. This was it, it was a high pitched high pitched dialogue. Uh, anything mm-hmm. anything that moved or, or breathed apparently uh, actually even even inanimate objects were if they weren't a bunny they were. They had strap-on bunny ears, <laughs> like the, the shark and Jaws had bunny ears uh, strung on onto it. Just <laughs> you have to see one of them to, to get it. They they hit every high point or every pertinent point. Oh, Alien! There they is. did as performed bunny by Bunny. Bunny King Kong. Yeah, it's uh, just a whole slew of them. Whole yeah. slew of them. I I vaguely remember that and that. That cartoon style. Oh. <laughs> I remember classics in a minute by the guy that used to do the Micro Machines commercials. Mm-hmm. Those were fun. I don't know what his name is, but he talked really, really fast. Yeah. I like the idea that YouTube has stopped trying to, uh, and I don't know exactly how they worked this out. But it seems like they've stopped trying to police uh, copyright unless they're specifically ordered by the copyright owners to take something down, like network television or something, mm-hmm. um, so far as music is concerned. Because they have to have made some kind of a deal with uh, record labels uh, or there's copyright covers all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there's stuff that's out that's recent, that's not so recent, that's within 10 years, 20 years, really popular, well-known stuff that's up. But instead of just citing the user um, and, and, and trying to shut them down and pull everything away and hide it, they've just thrown up their hands and said, look, people are going to listen to this stuff. It's going to go up, you know, when we take it down here, it's going to go up here. Let's just put an ad up to link to Amazon for them to buy the damn song. Yep. Amazon or iTunes, put it in front of them, give them the opportunity to buy the song, the album, the CD, whatever, um, and a link on their on their page. And if they have something to say about it, it's kind of like, well, that's kind of too bad, but you're not supposed to be doing this anyway, so we're putting an ad here. Deal with it. Yep. And I, I bet it's selling music for them. I hope it is. They wouldn't keep, you know, they would. They've been doing that for over a year now, so maybe more than two years. So it must be working. I hope it is anyway. <laughs> Gutter Skypes, the YouTube episode. <laughs> hey, I, you know, it's been a while since we did a pop culture episode where we no, did, no, I've talked about how. How much uh, little bits of plastic that we used to like want to kill our siblings <laughs> over when we were young. <laughs> oh, I'm just being ornery. No worries. 
been running into a lot of stuff that I remember and forgot about. Hell, I've been I'm rewatching the IT crowd for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. It actually gets better when yeah, you rewatch it. it. <laughs> when I first uh, watched it all the way through, I thought, "Oh, that was fun. That was kind of fun." And then I go back and and when you look at it again, it's actually more fun. It's actually funnier. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry you were over on Mumbo. I guess I should have I should have sent an email yeah. out saying we're going to give Skype a try. Andrew apparently seems to know, so hey, you know. It was yeah, the last couple of times we gave it a try and just to, what you know, see if it was going to still behave. Andros is nice enough to host the call. I think I'm pretty sure you are. I called everyone. Sure. Yeah, and uh, I'm not going to say anything further about it for fear of. <laughs> But we're all thinking it. For fear of thing. <laughs> so I'll hush up. Okay. But, uh, yeah. I've been watching Chop Saki Flex. Oh, well. Um, um, I don't think I'm supposed to call them that. When I was in college, that's what they were referred to as, chop sake flex. Um, anything that had to do with uh, martial arts or Chinese warlords versus each other, the peasants versus the Chinese warlords, the peasants versus the peasants, the Japanese versus the Chinese <laughs> in, in, uh, in um, martial arts. And there's a big big difference between the ones that were churned out in the 70s and late 60s, but primarily the 70s when, when everybody over here went apeshit over Kung Fu. Mm -hmm. uh, big difference between those and the ones that have come out in the past five or six years. Wow. Oh, yeah, there are. There is. Wow. Although I have to say, the, the ones that came out in the 70s have truly... Let me stop myself right there before I say something incredibly <laughs> stupid. Have unique. I was going to say truly unique, and then I realized, no, it's either unique or it isn't. There's no truly about it. They have unique fighting sounds. Oh, yeah. Which are only found in those movies. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean... Not in real life. No. No. I would be scared. I would be very scared if <laughs> things turned up in real life. I was just remembering that movie Kung Pao where they made fun of all that. Mm. Oh, yeah. And apparently uh, the, the damn near superhuman stuff that they were doing without special effects or tricks uh, in the 70s aren't good enough anymore. <laughs> you have to get flyers now. Now you have to be able to fly. You have to be able to uh, do quadruple spins and land on your finger. You have to be able to throw a sword across a lake, run across the lake, and go to the opposite side and catch the sword and battle Dance each other the, in the middle of midair. Pants on the point of a sword, dodging bullets as you do so. Yeah. Yeah. And it's entertaining as hell. I'm sorry. It's great. It's great. It's like mixing popcorn into ice cream and just shoveling it into your face. <laughs> Going, yeah, I know. I don't well, care. I guess I've been out of it for a while. Uh, 
Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and Forbidden Kingdom are still my favorite martial arts movies. <laughs> oh, and I forgot uh, Kung Fu Hustle. I love Kung Fu Hustle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric is shaking her head here because <laughs> because she knows she loves Kung Fu Hustle too. <laughs> yes, you do. And <laughs> no, she says she doesn't. Oh well. I really got uh, a a a big kick out of uh, out of Shaolin soccer. Should I look? Yeah, absolutely. It, it is <laughs> exactly what it sounds like. I've just been binging on Donnie Yen films. Mm-hmm. Um, Netflix apparently doesn't carry any, uh, a lot of Jet Li. Actually, I don't think it carries any Jet Li except for one romance movie that I don't think has very much fighting in it. So maybe somebody else got that franchise, or they're just not out. What's the black exploitation movie? Wait, is that a politically incorrect term now? Can I say that? no? No, that's okay. that's fine. Um, with Joe Kelly, and he plays the guy who is. He's got martial arts, and it's like they combine black exploitation with kung fu, and it's just wonderfully, beautifully cheesy as hell. I, I just I have a soft spot for those kind of like Cleopatra Jones and that whole. It, God, just ah, yeah, doesn't get all, any better. It was all a part of the genre. It was yeah, very heavily, uh, very heavily seventies. Yep. It's 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 kind of like fast food. You know it's crap when you... <laughs> yep, exactly. But you just... It's so tasty, you just can't help yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so I broke down and bought some dice. Oh, good. You're not, you're not fighting over... Or you're not fighting to keep the one remaining 20. I actually... <laughs> I, was, I was down to two. And it was before the situation arose where it was going to be okay, I've got one left. <laughs> Andy Ed says, "You're, you know, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'll be doing, I'll be doing fine once I actually get off my ass and clean around this chair and under the desk, because then I'll find the six that I lost, <laughs> or, or into this, dig down into this, this, the seat cover thing, whatever. I, I lost, I had like eight d20s." Yeah, you just need to throw them with less enthusiasm. I'll throw them with less enthusiasm <laughs> or, or keep better track of them when I'm not, like, rolling them into this big bowl over here. Because all i got to do is knock them off in one direction, and that's in the wrong spot, and that's the end of them. So, but rather than actually, you know, clean, I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I decided to, I sent away for this thing called a, a hundred, uh, a hundred pack, um, <laughs> Not a not a pound o dice, but a hundred pack variety pack uh, from Wow D Wizards or Wizards. Uh, 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 crap! Now I have to look at the bag. That's like, it's like would, a lifetime supply. It, it, one would think. <laughs> one would think. Well, the rest of the dice that I have are, are from a pound o dice order that I made from Amazon like five years ago. It's called Wiz Dice. Here we go. That's what Wiz. it's called. Wiz Dice. Got them off Amazon. Dice are in your future. Well, that's catchy. Anyway, it was a hundred pack, and I was just I was just hoping that like four or five D20s would be in there and replenish the stock. I must and be really picky or something. I, I, I go down to the dice store at the con, you know, where they have like 80 different types of dice all arranged by colors, mm-hmm. and, I, and I have to pick out just the right color set that I want. 
I just need them to be. I just need them to be the right shape, be readable, <laughs> and and whatever. But uh, fortunately, it wasn't four or five that were mixed in. I got eighteen d twenties. Wow! Wow! Nice. Which is nothing compared to Mister Mister uh, K's <laughs> collection. But uh, you know those great big Jack Links beef jerky medallion thing, the like big fourteen ounce canister. Of those? Oh, yeah, the tubular plastic. My dice fills one of those. Oh. But it's not enough. So you have the starter <laughs> dice collection, is what you're telling me. The what? The starter dice collection, the little yeah, starter. Basically, yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, if you keep not working enough. at it, someday you might have, you know, collection, collection. See, when you can get one of those big <laughs> cheese balls containers from Costco and then fill oh. that up with dice, wow. that... Is when you can yeah. say, but it has to be each one has to be picked out individually. None of them <laughs> pulling over to the giant bin at the show and with the big scoop and just pulling it. No, no, you've got to find the right ones. That's that's quality collection. That's that is. Yep. That is. Yes. And but it's great because if you start doing that, people will help you. They will help mm-hmm. you find the right ties. That's they will. What it was a hoot. It's like, what about this one? Not sparkly enough. Okay, okay. And they're digging around. They're digging around. <laughs> what about <Girl>. this one? <laughs> For a while, and this did have a certain methodology to it, uh, or a certain reasoning behind it, I was trying to find different shaped um, versions of polyhedral dice, or different kinds, not visually, but different different kinds of polyhedral dice in, in an attempt to... Since there are none in Braille, I was trying to find some way that I could read the read polyhedrals without resorting. Well, at the time, I didn't have a computer program, so I was looking for um, different kinds. I found some pretty cool, uh, pretty cool dice. I found a set of D10, two D10s that had uh, pips instead of numbers, and you could tell what number it was from the shape of the pips, mm-hmm. or like wow. from the from the out from the from the uh, out from the shape they all made when they were together, like an eight, was it looked like a cross or it felt like a cross, or a ten just was a big old like the whole side was completely covered with pips <laughs> um, and things like that. So that was pretty cool. And then I found a four sider that was oblong, and you could actually feel the numbers instead of doing the three numbers on each side. It just had on each side it had a big one, two, three, <laughs> four. Yep. You know, it would be fun if you did a large one with fabric, different types of fabric, and then you'd have a pillow, too. Uh-huh. So you could have, like, like super crazy plush fur, and you could have, you know, the, the pleather that feels like lizard skin. You could have some ultra suede going on and some velvet and satin. That would work, too, and you'd have this big groovy pillow. You know, it's funny you'd say that. When, when I was it's practical. When I was a kid, I don't know about the pillow thing, but when I was a kid, they, somebody had taken, uh, we, we had a... There was a Christmas party at the Braille Institute, and we all got, for Christmas present, we all got Pyraminx. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and Pyramid? they had taken each, it was like a Rubik's Cube, but it was shaped like a pyramid. Oh. And they had taken each, each color was a different texture, so you... you oh, like, that's fun. Yeah. Except that would drive me crazy, because I, I was never good at the Rubik's Cube thing. Well, I was never good at yeah. it, but it was just cool that, that they did. But, that somebody thought yeah. it up? Yeah. Technically... It's it's a, a tetrahedron like a D four, not actually a pyramid. But well, that's true. 
and it is actually easier than the uh, than the Rubik's cube because I I could figure out the the uh, pyramids and I never did manage the Rubik's cube. My my friend tried to build me some wooden dice when he was in high school. He was taking the shop and he tried to build <laughs> some. Uh, they were eighteen inches across, and they well, that was kind of the problem. <laughs> he, had, <laughs> he had done. <laughs> the, the D4 was, he only got, he only completed the D4 and the D6, which I thought that was funny because I didn't really need a D6. You could read D6s just fine. Yeah. Um, but he did it anyway. But the D4, it was like, you don't roll this thing. You plunk it down and see what number comes up. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was not, you would go to throw and you'd hear, oh, well, that's a two. All right. <laughs> Not unlike the 35mm D20 that I have that uh, doesn't get... Yeah, that's the, by far the... It's, it's not completely legible for me, but it's by far the closest I've come to finding a legible D20. We call, we call it the furniture killer. That's not a dice you want to throw at someone's head. That's, that's all I that's have. Right. You could kill someone with that. <laughs> I heard something on some pod cast recently, I don't remember which one it was, where uh, the guy was saying he's got access to a uh, um, one of those 3D printers, mm-hmm. and he was going to make up some one-sided die. <laughs> so, you know, someone asked him, so, so what are those like? He says, oh, they're Mobius strips. <laughs> a one-sided die. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to have one. Mm-hmm. I was a great minds think alike. I was actually about to bring that up. Precisely what you said, the 3D printing thing, because, yeah. it's, Eric, if you're, if, if, if you know somebody that's good enough with digital, with digital 3D constructs, it's getting, uh, it's getting easier with, I think it's, I don't know, Shapeways? Shapeways mm-hmm. is the site that I remember, but I'm sure there are other places. And how uh, United Parcel Service now apparently is is putting uh, United Parcel Service and Staples are putting 3D printers into their establishments now. Oh wow! So if somebody's got a digital <laughs> file of precisely the kind of dice you'd like that are uh, lightweight, solid, uh, lightweight enough to throw and carry around without damaging furniture or or taking up too much room, <laughs> but still can be read. Um, if they can design something like that in a 3D program, then they can be printed out. Wow, that's amazing. So they're really, the Big Bang Theory episode is, is not out of the realm of possibility, where they it's, meet the act. By the time the series is over, it'll be out of date. <laughs> <laughs> that's how fast, the, that's how fast it's, it's picking up now. Man. And it's all going to be about naughty body bits. That's all it's going to be. That's (laughs) just like when Xerox machines came out, people, and you couldn't go anywhere without pictures of buttocks and whatnot, you know, lining the trash cans and falling behind the Xerox machine. It's going to be the same thing. I'm just saying. Who was it? I think it was Mick Farron. I heard an interview with him, and he was talking about how, uh, you know, the way... Regardless of how amazing the in, the invention is, it'll always come down to entertainment. We have the ability to take a picture of something and broadcast it to millions and millions of people. And what do we get? Baywatch. <laughs> I don't think he used Baywatch, but I can't remember the example. I can't remember what he actually did use, but it was something like that, you know, or it's just like, wow, Girls you know, 90210. Something like, yeah, it was. 
or any pick, name your reality TV show of choice. Oh, not a fan. But uh, yeah, it was. It, and it can be used for fun stuff, fun, relatively harmless stuff like that, or uh, or some really nasty shit like, and not, and not guns, but. If somebody gets a good enough picture of your keys, mm. I've heard some exaggerations about this. Or is the plastic strong enough to work though as a key? Oh yeah. To turn a lock, it's strong enough for that. Oh yeah. Really? As long as you can get the make the uh, pins go, yeah. Hmm. But if they oh, get wow. a, if they get a good enough picture of uh, of your keys, um, then they can do a the the digital version uh, a digital model of exactly what uh, what it needs to be. And and just print it out. I, the, the top story I think last week or a couple of weeks ago was the MIT students that beat uh, that beat uh, the ultimate security lock just by printing out <laughs> the keys that were that are that were invented to open it. Wow! It's like the lock and the keys were invented together to have teeth in one direction, teeth in another direction that behave differently within the lock, but. They got pictures of it, made a 3D model, printed them out. Nothing wow. I think yeah. my favorite example of the ability to subvert awesome tech is in The Stars My Destination. It's I, I don't remember much else about the book, which either says Robert something about my, uh, Alfred Bester. Alfred Bester, okay. Um, it either says something about my ability to appreciate good literature or something about the book. I'm not sure which. I, I reserve judgment on that. But the thing I remember, it's in the opening paragraph, and he talks about how uh, tele. You know, it, it, he didn't say this, but I say this is why we will never have the transporter from Star Trek. The very first thing that was done once teleportation was achieved, somebody teleported a bomb into an airport and it exploded, and therefore teleportation was deemed was made illegal. And I thought, you know, that's probably what would, unfortunately, what would, something like that would happen if they, if, if, if they came out and said, hey, we have created transporter technology. You can beam anywhere on the planet. And it's like, okay, if you can, so can, then, then you can create a, a WMD that can go there too. Damn it all. Always something. Yep. Freaking <laughs> humans. This is why we can't have nice things. That's right. <laughs> That's why I'm going to turn this bus around. Oh, yes. Okay. Damn kids. Done being depressing. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Mr. Cheerful. All yes, right, then. Yeah. Well, you know. I want to know what's taking so damn long with graphene for... 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 for, for damn it. <laughs> I'm here. I'm reading all this stuff about about oh we, oh we can do this oh my god I can do this holy crap you know what we can do with this stuff graphing 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 so like all right oh. so do it already hmm. well we can't make enough of it we can't make big enough sheets of it yet they're still working on get out of here <laughs> <laughs> get the hell out of here with the if you can grow hamburgers from one cow cell, you can finally come up with big sheets of graphene. That's all I'm saying. Well, there's, stu there's, there's students that, like, shortly after these guys with the uh, with the scotch tape and the rock, 
Isn't that great to win a Nobel Prize because you had some scotch tape and a rock? (laughs) Is this a Nobel Prize or is this an ignoble prize? No, this is the Nobel frickin' Prize in Physics shared by two Russian guys in the University of Manchester in England. Two Russian scientists. I don't don't know what they were were working there. They were cleaning off a block of, of a graphene sample from a, you know, from where it's mined up up there, uh, cl- trying to clean it off with uh, scotch tape, mm-hmm. with sticky tape. And one of the guys, like, folded the tape in on itself and pulled it apart and discovered that it was separating out sheets of thin layers of graphite And until finally it got to be, like, he did it enough time that he was getting thin enough samples that he could separate out one atom thin Sheets of grass. That was some serious ass scotch tape. What brand yeah. were they using? And they were, and they were, they were. You know, I mean, scientists knew that there was such a thing that it, you could have a, a one atom thick sheet of of graphite, the, uh, and knew and knew to call it graphene. But like the concept has been around for a good long time. They were trying lasers. They were trying uh, gas, gas metal. All, co- all kinds plate. of different methods to, to and what try and produce a piece of scotch tape. A piece of freaking scotch tape on a rock. <laughs> Remember, and Nikki, I was going to tell you how it was... dance and slap their bottoms at the rest of the scientific community. <laughs> and said the Russian equivalent of woot at the top of my lungs. Yeah. <laughs> Which would be what? Woot? woot? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but they won the freaking Nobel Prize in physics for this. Mm-hmm. And for their them. perseverance the of playing with scotch tape. Yeah. Take that, Adam and Jamie. Stranger things have happened. See, if it were me, I'd do what I usually do when I play with scotch tape, and that's put it on my fingers as great big long dragon lady fingernails. And <laughs> hey, look at the cool sheen you get, and I just have really cool, interesting colored dragon lady fingernails as long as I kept the scotch tape on. <laughs> Somehow I don't think you would have gotten a Nobel Prize for that. I don't. Well, I might have gotten some sort of like award in cosmetics, which would be almost as good. That's true. <laughs> Zeke, what are you doing? Oh, is it snack time? No, it's. <laughs> I guess he, I gave him a big old thing of rawhide, and I think he finished it, and now he's like, hey, Dad, what? Uh, <laughs> He's all smiling and wagging his tail. Oh, sucking up. Please, some more. Honey, yeah. We're like, you got any more of that? Please, sir. Oh. Can I have some more? Some more. No, you what? can't. Oh. oh, you're so mean. I know. It was a big old thing. It was like a. It was like one of those huge bones you can get at the at the like pet. Co- I think I got it at pet. Bones don't go as far as they used to, you and, know. And it was the big old knot at the end that he had. He had. I mean, it was. If you want him to have longer-lasting chew toys, I'm told that antlers, believe it or not, they're selling antler chunks. But they, they, they can work away at them, but they don't crunch them up the way they do with bones. I've seen well, those. I don't give him bones. I give him just the rawhide. I gave him bones for a while, and then we had a couple of choking incidents, which scared the hell out of me. So, no more of those. Yeah, the hoops are supposed to last a long time. I, thought, I do not know how to perform the Heimlich maneuver in general, much less on a dog. Yeah. around the room. Tripping over a hoof in the middle of the night. Oh, that's just... It's bad. That, that's the hoop going on there. <laughs> you are sucking up. She's right. She doesn't even know you when she's right. You're licking me like crazy. Go uh-huh. lay down. Oh, dogs and cats. <laughs> right, he's a dog, right? <laughs> yes. Sucking up through the headsets. You can just feel the waves of, 
aren't I wonderful? Don't you love me? And he's got the pant going, the pathetic, the pathetic pant going on, which is different from the one that actually means something. It's slower pants. That's like, like, hypnotize you. Please, please. It's the begging pant. Lay down. You're not, you're begging, essentially. Lay down. Encouraging. Not begging. Just encouraging. (laughs) Been out for his walkie today? Yeah, this morning. Oh. Maybe it's getting too get. friggin' hot in the afternoon to do it. Oh. So. Oh, it broke out here wonderfully. It just, it, it, today was amazing. Today was absolutely amazing. No humidity. Oh, nice. It was actually kind of chilly here. Wow. I love that. Yeah, th- these are the days that Mother Nature throws out to toy with me. But also to give me hope. It's to remind me that eventually it will be like this almost all the time. <laughs> if you can just hold on another two or three months, it'll be okay. Dear, take some vitamin D without wanting to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great, too, because tomorrow is the big big boat day with my nephew. It's the big <sighs> shark fishing. But it's catch and release, catch and release. It's the only mm-hmm. way I can bear it, but it's big catch and release shark day tomorrow. That's so right. Should be You're decent weather for that. You are vegan. Check them for no, bunny it's ears. Vegetarian, but oh, I just but you you don't eat I, fish. No, I don't eat fish. Doesn't doesn't okay? Maybe I'm mistaken. Doesn't vegan, fish count? Vegan, doesn't vegan, fish. No, vegetarians kind of define themselves in all kinds of odd ways. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Truly, <laughs> true vegetarians shouldn't eat meat products, but usually eggs and cheese are okay, or eggs and dairy products right. are usually okay for okay, vegetarians. So Vegans don't mm-hmm. eat any of that, or even honey. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's just a little... Or even honey? Yeah, because it's I an animal. That's an animal product. It's, it's an animal product, yeah. Come on, then what else are bees good for? Little bastard. Oh, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh. Wow. I... I <laughs> very, very good. I do love me hun- m- some honey, but I I have a phobia of bees. I've never it's the fear of the unknown. I've never been stung before. I'm 42 mm-hmm. years old, and I've never been stung before. And I'm kind of a. It's like I don't. I'm told it it hurts, but it's not that bad. But I'm afraid it'll be a shock to my system, and I'll like develop some it kind of a horrible hurt, reaction. But it's not. I mean, well, if you're allergic, you're screwed. Well, I don't know if I'm allergic or not. I've never been stung. Well, I don't want to be stung to find out. Never. Wow. Aren't, are you allergic to shellfish? No, are I love you, shellfish. Then you're fine. I think. What? Um, what the hell is, one thing. I, for some reason, so I don't know. People who are allergic to shrimp are often allergic to these things too. Are I don't see, think I'm making Wait, are you are you messing with me or are you? No, serious? I really don't think I am. For some reason, I, I feel. <laughs> is this another one of those loofah stories? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is one of those Nickyisms. I did not lie about loofahs. I did not lie. I understand so, that is true. That was unfair of me to say, but I said it anyway in a cavalier fashion. I got stung about ten years ago, and I was like, "Damn it! No wonder little kids cry. This does hurt, but it's you know it goes away. It just yeah. it 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 sucks a bit more because it's a surprise thing. Yeah. It's like, ow! That you weren't supposed to. Ow! Ow! Sometimes but, a situation like that can work out well. For the, the spoiling that you get from everybody afterwards as you stand there crying and whimpering and 
and you get interesting boo-boo band-aids. No, it depends on the circumstances, the location, the cure, and what actually did the stinging. I'll give you an example. Yes, please. This did not happen to me, but I heard about it on a podcast six years ago, seven years ago, or 20, depending on my brain. And he still remembers it. He wasn't finished with the rawhide. He just took it out of the room with him. You... Snakey, snakey. Yeah, I know, dog. man. I like this dog. I like the way he thinks. <laughs> well, done. it around in his mouth. Anyway, go on. I'm sorry. What was this magic feasting story? There was a po- well. There was a podcast out um, that started out uh, as the Bathcast, <laughs> and I'm not remembering the name of the podcaster herself, but she was, was that a- soccer girl. Soccer girl, exactly. Oh. Do you, do you familiar with this story? I am. Uh, not with this particular story, but I, I did listen to her podcast for it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was listening to Soccer Girl and um, and the George Robb um, um, like crap. I forget the name of a, I forget the name of the show that he put out. But anyway, um, Geologic. So, the Geologic, Geologic podcast. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Um, Soccer Girl was on vacation in one of those uh uh, Connecticut or Massachusetts or or somewhere along a, some 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 northeastern beach uh, area. She was on vacation, and there was uh, a guy there with his little daughter. They were swimming in the ocean, and the little daughter got stung by a jellyfish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, 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 uh, I don't know what kind of jellyfish, what size, whatever, but the kid's arm was swelling up and she was screaming bloody murder. And this guy is like, has no idea who, I mean, they're miles from anywhere or whatever, but he's got no idea how to heal or make her feel better or do whatever. God, I think I know where this is going. Yeah. Soccer girl was nearby and... Oh. He he was not a, evidently a resident of the area. Didn't know what the, what the situation was, but she she mentioned that uh, supposedly urine will counteract will it, counteract the sting. Yeah. And she actually and she actually peed literally on command. Peed, no, she peed a little into her hand and and applied it to the little girl's arm, and immediately the pain went away and the swelling went down. Hmm. I want to know how she was able to pee on command like that. I don't know. I I don't know that the details of that actually were a part of the story, okay. but... That was much tamer than I thought you were going to go. I thought you were going to say the guy whipped it out, <laughs> tried to pee on her arm, and a bee came along and... <laughs> in another universe, that's exactly what happened, but not, not in, in this That's one. just how my sick mind works. Well, apparently it was it was uh, appreciated enough that uh, at some point, some uh, a week later or two weeks later, uh, she received at her regular home uh, by uh, by UPS or whatever uh, a brand new uh, a brand new Mac computer from this guy. Holy crap! Yeah, huh? Uh oh! No! No! No, don't do it. <laughs> Scientific American says this can actually aggravate the jellyfish stingers and make it worse. Oh, um, incredibly lucky. And let's see, it worked from Monica on 
friends. Huh. Yes. Well, that's what I was thinking of when he first brought it up. I, I thought of that episode, yes, because I'm not much of a chick. So it's only certain kinds of jellyfish it works on then. And certain kinds of urine, or more, maybe it's got to be feminine urine, or maybe it's got to be whatever. George Robb was commenting that, because I think she was telling the story to him in an interview. Uh-huh. And, th- yeah, she, she was talking to him about it, and he said, uh, it's a good thing it worked. And this is once the guy would have just looked at you and said, gee, thanks, yeah, I'll come and find you again. And, hey, I hear shit, it's good for pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in this case, she got, uh, the guy was so grateful to her for, like, doing that for his kid and making her feel better or whatever, that he, uh, he found out more about who she was, what she did, and sent her a brand new damn computer. Now, how stuff works says it does work. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, but you have to remove any scientist. tentacles that are clinging. Yeah. Don't wash the area with fresh water. Hmm. Clean it with rubbing alcohol, ammonia, vinegar, or urine, because that's ammonia, right? Ah, uh, ah. I, see, I see the difference here. It, they said remove any clinging tentacles, and the yeah, thing that's, said that's it aggravates the stingers, which is probably the tentacles, so... See, they're in the house stuff work. They're eliminating that problem by having you remove all the ten- any tentacles that might still be there. All right, mystery solved. <laughs> Somebody's afraid to try and track down the differences. Like, is it for different jellyfish? Because they're afraid that they'll find themselves on weird sites that have other things to do with pee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, probably a well-founded fear. That's probably why. Oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Well, the places I went when I was looking for a leg brace for when we did a show called Carnival. Oh, my. Wow. Yeah, it was uh, quite the exciting Beautiful. time. But I had a really good time calling our IT person, yelling, I'm doing this for work. I'm doing this for work. <laughs> Look at my website, Dan Marie. I swear it's for the show. <laughs> Mainly I would just do that because it would make her laugh. <laughs> you make someone laugh No, never <laughs> Every now and again That's so unlike you <laughs> Well, if you could have seen some of the sites I wound up on Giving her a little warning was probably no Yeah, problem. I can only imagine <laughs> Quite a little community out there That's all I'm saying So I found out something very Uncool about Foursquare The other day Because mm. I, I have befriended Mr. K on there yeah. and vice versa. And I decided just because <laughs> I felt bad when it worked. I I decided just because I was curious he checked in at the uh Iroquois theater the other day. Yeah, that was for the pirate. Ah. Well I decided just because I was bored and I wanted to see what would happen, I decided to to click on it and try checking in myself all the way from Redmond, Oregon. It and it took it! I was oh, so wow. annoyed! Because <laughs> I thought, okay, wait a minute, the whole point is that you're... Although, it, to be fair, it didn't give me any points for it. Yeah. But but still, it's like, come on, don't let me do that. Don't, don't... I can't believe I'm the only person who's thought of that. You let me lie and cheat? Like, Stop I, that. Well, I was honestly <laughs> expecting it to say, like, oh, you can't do that. This is... You're not there, or something like that. Why is that a bad thing? <laughs> because the whole point of Foursquare is that you, you, you... Oh, it tells people where you actually are? Yeah. Oh. So people can stalk you. I see. 
I don't know why you should be surprised by that. Your phone wouldn't let you make restaurant reservations without an Australian accent. <laughs> That's great. I forgot about that. That was a hoot. Yeah, I since turned it back to the American voice because I didn't want to deal with that anymore. Got to the point where I was trying to dictate texts and I was getting annoyed. <sighs> Has anyone seen the mosquito killer? No. No. I don't know whether it's uh I don't know whether it's a, um shown on YouTube. Probably is. Everything's on YouTube. But there was a TED Talks and probably a couple of presentation videos. These guys came up with uh a device. It's it's a laser gun. It's a gimbal mounted laser pistol. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, it's got some kick ass power behind it. Um and by kick ass I mean enough to take out a mosquito in mid flight. <laughs> but the the thing that makes it unique is that it uses audio to locate the bug, and it separates. Uh, it, it 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 can recognize the the wing beat of a mosquito, and separate it from the wing beat of a moth, a bee, a lightning bug. You know, non harmful insects are avoided. Or just not zeroed in on, and just the the frequency and wavelength of a mosquito's wing beat is enough to zero it in on the sucker. And they have video of these things just getting blown apart. And oh no! Oh in 12 no! Show, be quiet. No! <laughs> I say with utmost affection. Oh no! No, in 20 years they're gonna have shrunk that thing down, and it'll be available at all camping supply stores everywhere. Hey. I'm surprised that it's not like on the market now in in by the thousands because don't give sympathy to the mosquitoes, Nikki. Come on, they're absolutely they're, little, they're, they're annoying, amazing. They're, they're amazingly good at killing people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> West Nile virus. They are so damn weak. All they do is bite us once. It's one little tiny blood meal, one little teeny drop of blood, and yeah, whatever happens fine. to be in their little saliva digestive juices. If we're that weak, you know, is it their fault? It's not the bite. <laughs> it's not the bite. It's not the blood draw. It's not any of that stuff. It's the freaking malaria. That too. Which is part of the, you know, ick in their stuff, right? In their Unfortunately, saliva. they carry it around like, uh, they carry it around like little, little, Packets of here, guy. Human. The only thing I'm concerned, <laughs> I am concerned about is if we find a way to completely just blow the crap out of mosquitoes. You know, nature has a balance. What are the mosquitoes protecting us? Just like with like spiders protect us from flies well, overwhelming. This, is, this is the thing. It's like you've got to the 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 study has to be complete, and it has to be made by somebody other than manufacturers of mosquito lasers. Because so, they could scream from the rooftops, we, we figured it out, we did the research, mosquitoes aren't good for anything. You know, they're not the ones to listen to. No. five-hour energy people talking but, about how <laughs> good their product is for you. It's yeah. for you, but not so much. Mm. So, so yeah. the mosquitoes, if you know it's mosquitoes causing malaria, and you know that slovenly ways like leaving old tires lying around and stuff, because mosquitoes can breed in a spoonful of water, if you know all of that is bad, then why is it the mosquitoes' fault instead of the humans for, like, 
going where they shouldn't go and creating a huge ass mess. Because come here at the top of the damn food chain, Nikki. That's right. <laughs> Not for much longer. Well, going yeah, going where they shouldn't go. Never our fault. Don't you understand how this works? <laughs> going where the, we shouldn't go uh, applies apparently to the entire African continent. Well, I well have made a complete and total <laughs> career out of going where we shouldn't go. What the hell? I mean, you're registered. We would not be as established as we are if we only went where we were supposed to go. That's what pioneering is all about. Damn it. I can't believe I'm actually attempting to defend mosquitoes. Huh. That's a first. I'm actually attempting to defend mosquitoes. Yeah, that's definitely a first. <laughs> they're, uh, they're, um, well, they don't do well. They don't do well against this thing, so... But it can only do one at a time. I, I'm guessing. It and can only shoot one laser at a time. Actually, in all seriousness, I mean, I'm, I'm actually not a huge fan of mosquitoes biting me or anything like that. What changed my mind a little bit, there had been a movie out, I think in the 80s, called, I think it was called Metamorphosis. About the guy that turned into a bug? No, 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 but they, they follow, the, the, uh, it's a guy who films stuff in the natural world, and it was set to music, and it was bugs and stuff like that, and there's this one piece where you're looking at a layer of water, and they have this big dramatic, glorious, um, beautiful or orchestral music playing, and this this creature emerges and like rising out of the water and then and then the wings extend and it's all done in this majestic glorious slow motion. It's beautiful. And you're looking at this delicate, amazing creature and then it goes and it flies off, and you realize it was a mosquito that you just watched being born. I don't care. And it was... <laughs> <laughs> that was the best weenie voice I think I've ever heard. Spoken like a true western man. I don't care. I don't care. That, that, I mean, you can put a spin on anything. <sighs> Fine. Next thing you're going to be telling me that plague rats are evil, too. Right? Fine. 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 Actually, Ooh, what, I I, what, what came to my mind was the Buffy the Vampire Slayer Spike Native American rant that he goes on in, in their Thanksgiving episode, which is completely politically incorrect, but funny as hell. Never saw it. He, he, they're, it's some kind of Chumash tribe incident that they're trying to figure out what's going on and, and they've just been it, it's something that I, it's been too long since I've seen the actual episode but it's um but they're getting all up in arms about well we did this to the we did this to the to the, to the Indians and this is what they're and Spike finally just goes oh come on I am so sick of this they had you had better weapons that's all it was they were at war you were at war you won <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. He can get away with it because he's a vampire and he's supposed to be kind of a funny snotty. Yeah, but it's still. Maybe can't fight the electrical outlet. You, oh no! There we go. The mosquitoes. You won. The mosquitoes. Had <laughs> if if they could have designed lasers. I think he even says that if they could have done. Whatever, they would have kicked your asses too, or something like that. Um, Got it. It's, it's just a very Anyway. They've done a pretty good job of it to date. <laughs> I think the numbers were 
God, when did I do? I I I think I talked about this during a, uh, an IDDFOS episode, mainly because I was just like knocked on my ass by these numbers: seven thousand, seven thousand people a day wow. on the African continent from malaria. Most of them kids. Wow. Yeah. From malaria because they See, banned. That's what your precious mosquitoes have wrought. <laughs> Did they ban hear that they've come up with a malaria vaccine recently? That's excellent news. No. Cool. No, I didn't. Yeah, I think they're getting ready for human testing. Now, what is Nikki's character going to have for a weakness? Oh, wait, you never went through with that. What was... Wait, did you... Was, did we had a character oh, on some game that you had that had a weakness of malaria or was going to... <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping sickness. And I think, I think I we eliminated it because I didn't I really know enough about malaria to make it work. Right. That would have been a good one, too, though, yeah. <laughs> Suddenly all shaky and fevery and miserable and, ah, and hallucinating. Much like my daily life, really. <laughs> I had to put together some pictures of some pictures and memories. Well, I didn't have to, but it was one of those blanket emails that went out to everybody he knew or worked with or whatever. I had a professor in in uh, in college named named. Gee, I wonder. I wonder if I should say his name. No, I don't think I will because Just I think initials. the last thing is, his initials were M S. No, okay. S M. Sorry. Mm. Uh. Whatever. The, the, the point is, this September, he's going to be 75 freaking years old. Hmm. And... Happy almost birthday. Happy almost birthday to... Uh, Alright, his first name is Scott. <laughs> Happy but, almost birthday, Scott. Scott. Um, he, was, he was one of those uh, professors or instructors or whatever that you... You will always, always remember. Why, why am I reminded of this? What, what was it you were talking about? Malaria? Mosquitoes? Um, I don't know. It's weird. Weaknesses. We're doing a blanket email. Well, at any rate, um, his wife was calling for uh, people to send pictures and, and memories and stuff. Hmm. And this, this was a guy that was teaching... In in the mid '80s, by the time the mid '80s rolled around, scenery was already being built with uh, pneumatic nailers and you know quick staples and um, cordless screw guns and stuff like that. And he was teaching. Uh, well, cordless screw guns were just coming around, but he was teaching his students to build flats with clout nails. Yeah, that's where I went to school. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody. Skyping from outside. Do anybody else hear crickets? Yeah. <laughs> it might be like me. Weird. No, I, I mean, it's fine. I just thought it was funny because I just hearing this. Yeah, well, hell, at least the ice cream truck start, stopped uh, going up and down the street. <laughs> did, he, uh, did he move with the times? Did he learn to build with drywall screws and staples and stuff like that? Well, when they, I mean, when they finally shut him down, I mean, he, he had been he had been in the scholastic environment for a good long time. Part of why he didn't use them, I, I think, you know, people thought, well, he just didn't know. I think he knew. He just didn't want a whole bunch of uh, 
20 to 23-year-olds handling pneumatic staplers when their <laughs> primary, because he was teaching tech classes to non-tech people. Oh. You know, he, he wasn't exactly dealing with uh, big batches of the mechanically inclined. Gotcha. And uh, he, I think it was the same reason he didn't put a, a table saw in the shop, because he just, he just did not <laughs> want that day to arrive when he'd have to drive somebody in a hurry with their fingers in an ice bucket to the Right. Hospital. Oh, yuck. Or have to, or have to uh, phone somebody's parents saying, well... Her, staple, her fingers are stapled together, but we're pretty sure we can get them apart. Because mm. um, the stuff is, is fast, it's efficient, it's professional, it's how they do it in the real world, but uh, it's also not entirely the safest thing in the world to work with. So we had people working with uh, with Yankees, with those spiral ratchets. Oh, Lord, I hurt myself with one of them. You cut the snot out of my fingers once. Yeah, they're 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 not uh, they're not the safest things either, but they were oh. a lot safer than the pneumatics. Oh, how funny! One of those screwdrivers, pop-out oh. screwdrivers, the kind Bob Hoskins used in uh, Brazil. <laughs> Damn, something must have. I don't know. Whatever you were talking about, something must have reminded me. I know what I wanted to ask. That I um, because of the date. What is the date today? Is the fourteenth? Fourteenth. How many days away from Dragon Con, and who's expected to be there? Andros? Or have I, have I lost Andros? No, I'm here. I was oh, good. Is yes. your, are your costumes all pressed and packed? Oh, I'm not doing costumes. Oh, no, he wants, to be able, he wants to be able to travel more than 20 feet without being Come stopped. on. One spanking costume. You can't do one. We'll see. But uh, <laughs> the next time we're getting together is the night before I'm leaving. Oh, man. So it's two weeks. Yeah. So he's leaving on a jet plane. And, and how long did it go? Four days? Well, three or four days. Hold on. I have a, I have a link on the intertubes. Oh, there you <gasps> go. Is anyone going to Gen Con among us? Amongst um, us? Unfortunately, no. Oh, okay. So, I, I was trying to set it up, but even just for one day, I just can't make it happen this time. Nah, yeah. Okay, well, the website is dragcon.org if you want to look at it. Mm. And the list of guests is too long to read. <laughs> 11 billion. A cavalcade of stars. Do they have, like, a fancy dress ball one night or anything where you can go and uh, no. show off your finery? No, they do. They have a number of bands that are going to be there. A lot of them seem to be um, steampunk fans. Mm. I think they should do a panel where, it, or a, not a panel, but a whatever, like a, you know, how, the, how they have the shows on, I don't know if they do it at Dragon Con or not, but I'm assuming they have shows that you can, like, on, somebody needs to do a match game thing where people dress up as all of the uh, original match game cast as zombies. <laughs> well, there is a zombie thing going, and the, all the geek, all the questions could be like geek, geek themed. Zombie dragons. Yeah, I, th- I think they, the, every year they try for the world record for a uh, number of people in zombie costumes doing thriller. Oh, nice! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, they have fan tracks, which is where all the panels are. So. There's a whole bunch of these things, you know, alternate history, American sci-fi, British sci-fi, um, 
Let's see, I'll just hit highlights here. Anime, ma manga, manga, uh, Apocalypse Rising, that was a zombie thing. Uh, Ed Asner's gonna be there? Oh, for God's sake. Is he still alive? <laughs> yeah. Apparently. <laughs> oh, wow. Guys. Okay. Wow. All thinking Ernest Borgnine, sorry. I guess he's gonna be there primarily because of being a voice in Up. Ah, that would do it, that would do it. There are a lot of people here. How can you even choose, like, what to go look at or talk to or listen to? It, there's so much happening all at the same time, you just have to kind of pick something in each time slot. I I saw a few month, a few weeks ago when I was in California that my parents get me TV and they were showing the Mary Tyler Moore show, mm -hmm. and I had never heard Ed Asner's voice when he was... I mean, I th I'm assuming when he was under 60, because I don't know how old the man is now, but, I mean, but, wow, if I didn't know for sure it was him, because I knew who he played on the show, I would not have recognized him. It's so, his voice has gone, like, from this normal-sounding, well, I mean, that doesn't, that didn't come out right, he doesn't sound abnormal, but it's like, now he's got this very gruff voice, and he's just, and, uh, on that show, he's just, talking like this. It's weird. Jim Butcher's gonna be there, and now he's got a steampunk series. Everybody's doing steampunk. I'm so really? tired of bloody steampunk. Yes. <laughs> There's a podcasting it's track. It's Fires, so look for it. Yeah. Is it, yeah, is, I, yeah, they've had a podcasting track for years. Oh, yeah. In fact, the, the Ooh, girl, Eric, Adam was just talking about a little while ago, Soccer Girl, um, yeah. Yeah. Swoopy, she used to uh, run it with Derek. And now Brian Dunaway is doing the podcasting track. He does Skeptoid. Uh-huh. And uh, Derek, had his, Derek, his, is, uh, Derek is doing the skeptic track. Oh, good. He's still... I shouldn't yuck good. anybody's yum. You're all welcome to like steampunk. That's fine. <laughs> Ed Asner is currently 83. Wow. No, okay. Ed Asner. And he's still doing the convention circuit. That that's is impressive. Well, so is William Shatner. So... Both of them. Rock on, y'all. Wouldn't, wouldn't that say. be a wonderful smackdown? Well, William Shatner is going to be there. <laughs> William Shatner. Who will win? I'd lay money on Ed Asner, really, but... Huh. This is a big, long list. Yeah, okay. clean your clock, Bill. I <laughs> have had enough of <laughs> do you have your dance card all filled out, Andros? Do you know what you're going to go see and who you're going to go listen to? I won't even know until I get there. They don't, I don't, no, I know. Do they, do we have the schedules up ahead of time? Lou Ferrigno's going to be there? Oh yeah, he's there a lot. Oh man. Actually, there's a lot of these names that I do not know and way too many actors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they also have a bunch of um, anime voice actors show up. Oh, that's probably pretty cool. I think the closest thing to a costume ball is nothing like a ball, but uh, everybody getting together. Uh, is it the big parade or something? It would be the big parade. There is the big parade. That's always fun. The Cinder Spires is the name of the new series. Ah, uh, yeah. Good old Laurel K. Hamilton. It's so funny because years and years and years ago, a friend of mine had Laurel K. Hamilton stuff, the Anita Blake vampire hunter stuff mm -hmm. and I tried to read it and I'm like uh, no it's too gory no 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 that's oh no and so I oh, put that's it aside nothing. well what well, was funny <laughs> and then I discovered and this was years ago like the earlier 
earlier uh, Suki Stackhouse stuff. Right. And I was, and that was a hell of a lot more in-your-face violent. And so and then I started, then the whole vampire genre exploded all over the place. And so I'm reading all kinds of crazy-ass violent, you know, paranormal crap. And I picked up the, the Anita Blake stuff again. I'm like, huh. Well, <laughs> I read, I don't know, about ten of them before I, I kind of put them all down again. But it was funny how, how I guess I've been desensitized. <laughs> yeah, uh, some of the first stuff like that that I read, uh, someone I was seeing at the time introduced me to uh, to uh, Nancy A. Collins, the uh, Sonia Blue books. So, violent? Yeah. <laughs> Nancy A. Collins. I don't know if I've read those. I've I've sampled a number of... The, the paranormal things, especially if it's got more of a, a mystery end to it as opposed to the paranormal romancy things. But it is funny how, like, any they're sitting there with their mythological books, like, what else? What else can I dig up? What else? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a siren. Uh, I'm a I'm a drow. I'm a I'm a oh, what else? I'm a harpy. I'm <laughs> well, apparently they don't do the Miss Klingon Empire pageant anymore. Now it's the Miss Klingon, Miss Star Trek Universe pageant. Oh dear, oh dear. It does expand things out a bit. And they have pictures from last year. Mr. K, what was it? Who was it that you're just saying? I'm going to look her up real quick. The so- Sonia Blue? Uh, Sonia Blue. Sonia Blue. S-O-N-Y-A or I-A? I think so. Or if you just look up Nancy Collins, that's like one of her main series. Hmm. So, what is Sonia Blue? Is she a vampire or? She's a vampire who hunts other vampires. Okay. Okay. And the fun thing is, uh, she'd had an association with the White Wolf for some time, and she did a a crossover of Sonia Blue with the World of Darkness that was actually published. It was called A Dozen Black Roses. You guys do use fantasticfiction.co.uk, right, to look at authors and stuff? No. It is the best little website ever because whoever updates it, it's this huge database, and you can search by authors or by books. So, like, when I hear an author for the first time or whatever, I don't have to go crawling through and see if Amazon has it or whatever. It, and they have the, um, the the bibliographies, and most of them have a link that you can click on, and it'll give you, like, the the blurb, this, the little jacket blurb. Cool. I love this site. It appears they don't have a release date for the first Cinder Spires book yet. Yeah, I'm looking here. I don't see... It. Okay, so it's not out yet. Period. Okay, it's not just that it's not on Audible. Okay. Yeah. S-O-N-J-A. Is it? Yeah. Wow, she started that in 1989. Yeah. Sunglasses after dark. That sounds really familiar. Hmm. Nikki, you said the site was fantastic fiction? Oh, no, I didn't read this one. It is fantasticfiction.co, like C-O, dot U-K. But if okay, you just okay. start typing in fantastic fiction, it'll come up. It is it is wonderful. The other thing I love about it is... Did everybody go away? I just no. want to get the link oh. right. Oh, okay. I got really quiet all of a sudden. If you, if you like, uh, you know an author, you know one book, but you don't know what order the books are in or anything because they're they're listed in chronological order so you can track down yeah. all the other books in a series and stuff. That's it's handy. Just, That's it, very handy. It's not slick. It doesn't have things that pop up and flash and dance at you. I love this site. It's very 
it's user-friendly, and it's very utilitarian. But it has cover, you know, most of them have covers and whatnot, and it will give you the blurb. Yeah. Oh, it got the Bram Stoker. So it's going to be very, very grim. Should I try this, or is it's, it too grim? It's pretty, I seem to recall it being fairly violent and such. So, hmm. up to you. Is there humor as well, or is it all just like, Oh, it's been so long since I read it, because it was probably, it was the early 90s, it was probably early to mid-90s when I read it, so. Well, maybe I remember I'll try liking it. If, it. if it's too, if it's too much, I go, yeah. oh, nah. uh, that, that is what <laughs> they make libraries for. That's why I love my library, that's what I'm checking even as we speak. Yeah. Love my library, love it, love it, love it, I've got all kinds of stuff coming in on this library. Well, let's see here. Just yeah, the the very first the the very first book here, a debut horror novel featuring a vampire, Sonia Blue, who escapes from a mental hospital, leaving a trail of corpses in her wake. That's that's that. Yeah, that's pretty much it, eh? <laughs> I, I mean, it's as far as that, that that gives you an idea of the general tone of this thing. Well, I mean, if she has you know sassy dialogue or is a bit of humor involved or something to mitigate just. Yeah, she kills, but she makes you laugh. <laughs> so it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, I, it has honestly been so long since I've I've read it. I I couldn't tell you for for sure. Can I tell you how disturbing it is that I entered Nancy Collins and what came up is the Muppet Show. This one. The Muppet Show. Okay. Okay then. There's also Dark Love, Forbidden Axe, and Right Hand Magic, but I then think, there's Muppet I think, Show. <laughs> I think I know why that came up. It came up because of Nancy, not Collins. I believe and Nancy Wilson was uh, a guest on the Muppet Show Season 2, and it was probably on Disc 1. That's my guess, anyway. Right Hand, I I, maybe I tried Right Hand Magic. So, Gold Gotham. Hmm. Who's singing? <laughs> I'm hearing oh. something sounds like big band music. No, that's uh, the TV in the bedroom. Oh, okay. I don't know what Mrs. BG is watching. Something perky. Apparently. <laughs> Makes you want to dance. So they don't have that one. I'll have to track down the first one. So, All right, but I'll try this one. Let's try this one, shall All right. Or if they have Midnight Blue, the Sonia Blue collection, that's the first three books collected. So if the library has that one. I don't think so. They only have those few things by her. But I can go to New Jersey Cat and go through the entire mm. state of New Jersey, and I bet I will find it then. <laughs> I do that a lot. Which is surprising, because you wouldn't expect to find anything but broken bottles, weeds, cold cuts, and empty soda cans <laughs> in New Jersey. <laughs> and yet, every now and then, there's a book, so that's... <laughs> and the state flower, the uh, <laughs> orange and white um, barrel. Poison ivy? Oh, so the orange and white barrel. <laughs> that's silly. I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to season six of Big Bang Theory. Yes, I'm not going to make the same mistakes that uh, that I made with the entire rest of it, like like by watching it all ahead of time on YouTube, which it seems you can do now. Really? Well, you can you can see like everybody loves uploading the highlights, favorite moments, all the rest of that stuff, 
And if you search long enough and watch long enough, you eventually essentially see you see yeah. all the episodes. You, because when I got the well, when I got DVDs, I'm like I'm looking. I was like, okay, there is so little of this that I haven't seen already. Hey, it didn't diminish it. It diminish it. It was still fun, but uh, no, that's that's a show. I as stupid as this is, and I acknowledge the stupidity of it with no reservations. Even though I own the series on DVD, every night at 7, I'm watching TBS, the same damn episodes that I could watch any time I want, but I, I, and I still laugh. Seen them multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. It's me up, that show. Well, I, I, um, if and when I actually get season 6 at some point, um, when I pop those in, I'll actually be seeing it for the first time, instead of the YouTube snippets. I know it's a novel idea, but you could watch it on TV. When it airs, you won't have to wait nearly as long. I don't think actually we have any TV. Oh, we pretty much don't really. I haven't had TV for about a year and a half, two years, mainly because when they switched, how long is it? Well, when was it they they switched like completely to HD? Uh, I think that was was that two years ago, three years ago. Yeah. Something like two, that. Or 2009, maybe? Or was it seven years ago? <laughs> it was yeah, 20 years you know, ago, they, they yeah, did right. all of that, and it's like, why did you bother? Because there's so many other ways to watch things that you'd like to see now. Well, it, 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 we, we, what, what we've got in the living room to watch things on is a gold star that I bought in 1991. <laughs> yes, unheard of. A, a, an electronic piece of equipment that has lasted more than 20 years. Wow. Uh, don't, don't say it out loud. Don't saw it. Damn. Now it's well, it's not. It's not. It, it's right now what it's... That you have uh, attached to it via a, cor- a cable. No. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably on our third universal remote for the thing, but <laughs> but um, it, it won't... We have to hold it and walk over to the screen. <laughs> it won't accept the cable. It, it won't take the cable that we have with our... <laughs> So it's a CR, it's you know a classic picture tube type old style television. All the surrounding neighbors start yelling out their windows at you because you accidentally changed all of their channels as well because and opened their garage doors. Yeah, opened the garage doors. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What it's good for now is is you know it's it's got a DVD player attached to it and a VHS thing attached to it, and that's all it's used for is to watch things that are pre-recorded. And anything current or new, we're getting over the PCs anyway. I just wait for it to come out on disc and watch it then. Yeah. <laughs> because I th- think that was, that was... Ooh, two or three or four years out of date. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and I'm seeing no ads. I'm seeing I no commercials. I was to surrender my cable and just watch Netflix and Hulu Plus and buy any shows that I couldn't do that way on... Mm on iTunes, but I don't know if I'm going to do that now, because there's a lot of stuff you don't get on uh, Hulu and Netflix, much more than I than I thought there was. Like, yeah. you know, who goes Ooh. on vacation, the special? And a lot of stuff <laughs> you do get on Hulu is, and if anyone is a huge Hulu fan, I apologize, a lot of the stuff that I found that you do get on Hulu is crap. So, I mean, I unless it's like classic TV show, there's some cool stuff. Well, yeah, we... we, we have one of the uh, the Wii Player, and we went found out we can get Hulu and Netflix, and uh, they just added um, YouTube on there. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, yeah, mm. 
Hulu, I mostly watch Comedy Central stuff. Yeah, that's true. That's on there. Fox has all of their programming ever on there, apparently. Um, but like, I thought I'd be able to watch the final season of Burn Notice because I don't like using the DVR because I have it's all menu based and I can't see them, so I'm floundering around looking for the damn thing that I recorded two days ago, and it's somewhere in a big list of things that I can't. It's just an exercise in frustration. So I thought, you know, I I have my Apple TV, which which has voiceover, which makes it talk. So I can look through Hulu Plus and Netflix and know exactly what I'm doing. And I thought, cool, I'll watch the final season of Burn Notice on Hulu. But is it on Hulu? No! It's not. There's other USA programming that's on Hulu, but that's not one of them. I was not going to wait for the DVDs to come up. And Amazon is no help. No. Because everything that I look for on Amazon, it says, oh, yeah, we have that. Just pay us 99 cents so you can watch it once. Mm-hmm. Here. Right here. Are you a are you a Prime member by any chance? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. Why, will they send you a DVD if you're a Prime member? No, if you're a Prime member, you get it for... You get the instant video for free. Some of them are hosting it. Watch it. Oh, once. you don't get... Oh, really? <laughs> Not all of them. I mean, there's, there's quite a, 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 a bit of stuff, but... Man. Not everything. Ah. I'm still of the old school, crotchety, I do not accept change well <laughs> camp where, I'm sorry, no, I wanted it in my hand. Fuck your cloud. I I agree with you, sir. I am not one who, I mean, I don't really... I'm not going to send you money for something that you're going to hold for me. <laughs> Dude, just sorry to interrupt, but I'm back looking at the guest list for Dragon Con. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You get Anne McCaffrey. No, wait, you can't get that. How is that oh, possible? Not, wait a minute. Who did I just wait, see? What, what, what is no, she, a prize? She's not Anne McCaffrey. Not Anne McCaffrey. She's dead. Not, not no disrespecting her, her memory. Well, you have to say, no, 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 Mercedes Black. <laughs> and Wallace is going to be there. Uh, Excellent. That's funny. You just mentioned Pratchett two seconds because at the little sad con that I was at, what their his public his editors were there, mm-hmm. and um, as well as Bernard Pearson, who runs the Discworld Emporium. God, that man is funny. But what I hadn't realized is because yes, yes, he sold millions upon millions of books, right? I forget what it's up to now, forty million or something. But he's written millions and millions of books at this point. And I remember somebody saying to me way back when, back when it was like, you know, 25 million. Well, how many has he sold? I'm like, well, 25 million, 30 million. That's because the the J.K. Rowling thing had happened, right? So, like, nobody's numbers are impressive anymore. What I hadn't realized until this listening to these editors, he was given no, read no, backing and support or merchandising or publishing tours for, like, the first 12 or 14 books. Wow. So, so no, honestly, he was selling. He was a bestseller consistently mouth. through through word of mouth and people waiting for the next one and desperate to get it and yeah. with no no tours. Nikki, no, I'm I'm sorry I to say that was incredible. I'm sorry to say, I, and and this is another probably a questionable opinion on my on my part. Yeah. But I'm sorry to say, I think a lot of it had to do with who he chose to do his cover art at the beginning. Well, they did talk. They did talk about that. Actually, they did talk about that. That the the first books, like for the very first two books or whatever, it wasn't bad. It was very eye catching. But then, as he changed his 
style and, you know, writing and everything, those covers stayed a certain way. And they seemed to be a little off-putting and whatnot. But I, I well, apparently it was the publishers who were just like, you know, when are you going to prove yourself to us? Well, I've got ten best-selling books. Yes, well, come back to us later when you've sold more. You know? <laughs> so anyway, it was. Oh, uh, God, I found that pretty interesting. You can't defend so, yourself from idiots in power ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but his those I I am I, I was looking at uh, I was looking at the early stuff that was put out. Uh, yeah. As it was marketed, and those covers, I'm sorry, they really, really it's diminished fun. the value of those stories. They, they, I looked at it and I thought, oh, this is cheap Mad Magazine crap. You know what's but, funny is that I never even looked at them. Like once, once I knew that I wanted to read his stories, mm-hmm. I never once paid attention to the covers. I didn't pay attention to the really ugly American covers. I didn't. I don't care. I don't care what format the book is in. I don't care. I just want the story. Oh, that's so, the thing. Once you but get I'm like the past that. that. <laughs> but I, I needed to. Know I never looked at the covers either, Nikki. I understand yes. how you feel. Thank you. I know it was easy and Triska Decaphobia. So am I. Triskaidecaphobia, fear of the number thirteen. Friga Triskaidecaphobia Friga, but it's Friga first, right? Friga Triskaidecaphobia Oh God, whatever you just said. Askadeski Chekomanakwastukwitzes. Margaret Downey is the Friga Triskaidecaphobia treatment nurse to educate the public about superstition. Oh, go to that one, Andros. That'll be fun. Which one? The the Friga Triskaidecaphobia treatment nurse one. Say Margaret Downey. It's easier. <laughs> Margaret Downey. Yeah. As opposed to Margaret Downey Jr. Really? Is that on the Dragon Comp page? Yeah. She's one of the, I'm still scrolling through the guests. My oh, friend. I see. <laughs> Are you and your buddies in there? Are you going to make a float for the big parade? We usually, uh, we used to just march. We, we, we'd have a whole bunch of people dressed up as like the cast from Monty Python and the Holy Grail and, dan- and, and march in the parade. <gasps> you need a giant sedan chair. And talk all kinds of wonderful, willing, probably slightly drunk idiots to carry you. See, I just found out if you if you Google uh, Dragon Con Tim the Enchanter, there's a couple of pictures of me on there. As well there should be. As well there should be, yeah. What's the blue outfit you have on your Facebook page? It's like a night outfit? Oh, that's, uh, that, that's actually one of my SCA... Uh, Costumes. That looks very nice. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, does it have full armor too, or is it? Oh yeah, I'm wearing I'm wearing armor under that. Yeah. Oh, under it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was fighting with a unit called Cerberus, so the tavern has three wolf heads. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't get the picture to blow up a little more, but it's it's a lovely color and it looks like it's got some great detailing on you it. You were wearing armor underneath your. That must be fun in eighty degree. Well, no, it was a, it was a, it was just a light tabard over the armor. Oh, okay. That's so they could tell what unit I was fighting with. Ah, I see. Yes, Just we... a little light decoration. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I thought for a second you were going to say you had it on now. <laughs> hey, it's your house. <laughs> Just lounging around in my armor. No, the crazy people are the ones who are wearing like the padded gambeson, then their armor. You know. <laughs> Authenticity be damned. Okay. When it's that, when it sits that hot underneath everything, it's. It's not so much a matter of authenticity as the fact that people are hitting you hard with big sticks. Oh, yeah, well, there's that. Just pretend. 
Japan. It's the same thing they make furniture with. It's only two two inches thick. No, but it bounces. It flexes. I gotta say, I went to some rena- I I went to some Renaissance fairs and actually got to hold some real, honest to god swords. Mm-hmm. You really get a newfound respect and they're heavy. Um, yes, they are. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, the idea of these people were just like, oh gosh, and they're just swinging it this way and that. No, that doesn't happen. Or at least not with the stuff I saw. In Scotland, I got to, to try out an actual claymore, a, a two-handed claymore thing. God, that thing's freaking tall. That's as tall yeah, as you are. Flat, you know? And I'm, and I'm trying to pick it up like, <laughs> I will do this. I will. And the idea that most of the people winging those things around. Now, granted, they weren't being graceful. There was no ballet to it. It was, you know, hack and, hack and slash for all you were worth. Choppity chop chop. But they were no, really, no taller than me. Maybe another inch or two, if they were lucky. And, and I don't know how they did it. I swear I don't know how they did it. But whatever. Gravity pills. <laughs> Gravity pills. Okay. Those pictures I, 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 you just get the pictures I sent. Did you send pictures? I, I am okay. saving them to. Uh, okay. I'm saving them to. Oh, actually, they're the same ones I got off IDDFOS the other day. Oh, so I already have them. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. This is what you were getting. Um, you got your. Um, yeah, one of them. Is a, one of them is a battle scene. Like it's yeah. I I labeled. You them. sent a picture once where you were getting some sort of um, uh, vaccination. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've got that Wait, one. That, that vaccination? I forget what vaccination you were getting. Um, it's just a tetanus. 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 You know, tetanus, uh, pertussis, diphtheria. Yeah, the, um, the, the first three I said was, it says Andros before fight, Andros after fight, and the other one is the fight. <laughs> and, um, I tell you, you know that uh, line in Lord of the Rings where Sam is saying, watching a battle, and he says it sounds like about a hundred blacksmiths all going at it at once. Mm-hmm. It does sound like that. <laughs> and people going, Bah! Oh, yeah, there's a bit of that, too. <laughs> One time, my friend and I were at Disneyland, and we, who, we who were two blind people who were very extroverted and didn't care about making a scene, managed to get a hold of two plastic swords from the Pirates of the Caribbean Pieces of Eight shop. And I don't know how we got these, because we didn't buy them. <laughs> but we didn't steal them either. It was like, I guess they... They just magically appeared in your hand? The pirate fairy gave them to I, you for being so I, good? I think what happened was... my ass. Yeah, I think what, I think what <laughs> happened was the person who, uh, who had helped... Because we used to go to Disneyland by ourselves, and we would just kind of have get assistance from whoever we could find, and this person happened to work at that store, so so we decided to go down there and check it out, and she was there, and, sh- and we she was showing us some of the merchandise. Well, anyway, at any rate, we started fighting with these swords, and we had all, we were hamming it up, had all the banter going on, and we left the store, we weren't like super far away from the store, but there was like a, a it, was, it had a couple steps leading up to the store, and we were kind of on the not quite where the steps were, but we were fighting n- near those, and we were just really having a great time, and we had recorded it on tape. We ended when one of us finally, we finally decided when it was time to end this, and and I forget which one of us died, but we got 
we didn't realize there were people watching, and all of a sudden these spontaneous applause broke out. It was it was great. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Look but, at all those people that fight shot it. Yeah, for some reason people love that sort of thing. It was so disappointing though. I got it home and was listening to it, and I thought this is going to sound so cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounded like we were just talking and eating vigorously with silverware, hitting like it was just this really dull plastic. On guard. <laughs> oh, what an you know, and when, when yeah, you that's heard the clink clink, what you wanted to hear instead of on guard, oh you pass was pass potatoes, please. Clink clink clink. Very much. Very good. Clink 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 clink. Funny. It's hilarious. Those are great shots, Andrews. Witty dialogue during a fight is necessary cinematically, regardless of how flashy the scene is, <laughs> unless it's wushu. Uh huh. That same professor I was talking about, Scott. Wait, are we talking about also talk uh, style or the game? Because in the game, style. Banter. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, he also taught stage combat in the same paranoid fashion that he ran the shop, <laughs> which probably he would use pillows and nothing but pillows. It probably kept a lot of students from getting their faces cut up and stuff. Like that. <laughs> but your final exam for stage combat was you had to pick one of the weapons that you learned and do a scene with somebody. Uh, a combat scene of uh, of a minute or two minutes or something, and um, I think uh, Dennis B and myself uh, uh, paired up to do both staves, mm. and and the the premise of the scene was we were just carrying water. Classic kung fu, you know, the both staves over your shoulders. You got a bucket of water on either end, and we stopped to rest, and. And Chaos. we were talking about we were talking about how poor our skills were, and we needed to practice more. And he said, "Well, uh, I'd, pra- I'd spar with you, but I'm just not angry enough today. Why don't you insult my girlfriend?" <laughs> and so I said, "Okay, you're 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 my mistress." He said, "Rather, your mistress is your mistress is ugly." And he just like nods and said, "Yeah." Yeah, that's true. She's pretty homely, pretty plain. Uh, your 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 mistress is is smelly. Yeah, yeah, she's got an odor to her. You, I can't fault her there. Your 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 mistress is your mistress is French. <laughs> oh, it was so politically incorrect and a nasty thing to say, but very silly. Made us laugh. <laughs> and that's all that matters. Well, it took longer to tell the story than <laughs> to the. It was a good thing. story. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I wish you'd. I was. I. I wish. How long ago was this? Was the Disneyland sword fight? Because that's the kind of thing people should get their Super Eight cameras out. And just uh, it film. was much longer ago than that. It was like '95 or '96. Oh, there are plenty of video cameras out for '95 and '96. Well, that's true. Video cameras. I thought you were like talking about phone cameras and stuff. Nah. Uh, maybe somebody's got it out across the country. <laughs> if anybody has video of two blind guys attempting to sword. Right. <laughs> Hurry up and put it on YouTube with the rest of the stuff that you've gathered over the years. <laughs> That's right. 
Oh, that would be hilarious if somebody had that. Because, yeah, it was totally just spontaneous. We used to love doing that kind of stuff. We were on the train, that train that goes around the the park. Uh And uh, we, we, the train broke down. And we had planned on taking the train around and then getting back off back at Main Street and going to get some breakfast. And the train freaking broke. Or was no, it was on. We it didn't break. It was it was being held up for some reason, and we never did find out why. But it was the bottom. The bottom line is we were sitting there for quite some time, and we were hungry. We were not expect. I mean, we could have walked there in the time that it took. And so, being the people that we were, we broke into a spontaneous Scottish uh, song, and it started off where I mean, I would do a line, and then and then he would make up the next line. I mean, it wasn't as cool as, like, there was no space in between Mm. or anything like that, but there was enough, there was little space where it was still pretty fun. It wasn't like two minutes later he'd come up with a line. I mean, (laughs) we were both fairly No, it was fun for you. Was it fun for the rest of the passengers? I don't know. (laughs) It was because then we kept making new verses. Oh, dear. It's called, Oh, We're Hungry. Oh, we're hungry. Oh, so hungry. <laughs> and we'd like to get fed before long. So until this train gets moving, we'll be singing this stupid song. <laughs> <laughs> Very apt. That's a good tune, actually. And, uh, did it help? It did. We, we, by about the middle of it, we were getting applause after each verse, which... I don't know, oh, I meant to get food. <laughs> did well, get pony eventually, the train moved, so we were like, oh. yes, we can finally get something to eat! Yay! Cause and effect. Free improv, and Disneyland didn't pay you a dime. Yeah. Curses! I know. My friends, I'm going to weenie out of here since I've got big fish day tomorrow. I, we were just gonna get started gaming, though. I know. <laughs> I know. We still have an hour. We could probably whip through. I don't know. Fiasco. Who knows? The rest of this game. Fifty minutes. <laughs> I got D and D, and I got my copy of Tomb of Horrors. We'll be done with that in about ten minutes. Oh, sure. Sure. Smash them up together. Rolling up all the characters included. Oh, no, you betcha. That's important. That's one game. That's a game. That's a Tomb of Horrors is a D and D module. It is the same thing. Oh, oh! By the way, before you go, Nikki, I, I just found something new on um, uh, YouTube. Yeah. Is the Will Wheaton series tabletop? Oh, yes, yes, I've heard about this. Oh, they, I, I watched a few of those. They're really good because they'll they'll pick a game and and uh, each episode will be a different game, and uh, they'll actually show actual game play. Mm-hmm. And they, so you they would have like people to watch and learn. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Uh, watch, watch and be amused. Okay. Yeah. A hearty and enthusiastic second to what he just mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> watch and learn. Damn you! No, I'm because <laughs> um, my friend, my friend Edward uh, was had me made me watch uh, had me watch the uh, episode for a game called Resistance. And he said, just based on that, he was thinking about getting it and having us all play it at Dragon Con. <laughs> hmm. Oh. So. Have they done any games that we've done? Yeah. Uh, Total Somebody's called Total Biscuit. That's fiasco. Oh, yeah. Total Biscuit was fun. Yeah. I guess he still is. <laughs> I 
is like mostly game. board games, or does he? I know Fiasco and he seems to be. He does board games, apparently. Yeah. His most recent episode actually uh, does treat um, treat on uh, the kind of indie games that come out that don't see uh, don't see national distribution, a la um, things like Ticket to Ride or or Settlers of Catan, um, both of which he's done on that show. But things like uh, Penny for Your Thoughts and uh, basically the, the the indie games that that. Uh, would not be done as tabletop games, which is the primary focus of the show. But he gets people on that he knows that are uh, in the entertainment industry or uh, are known in the quote-unquote geek world um, as personalities, and they're all just they're they're just a a, a load of a load of fun. They're really so fun to watch. I should be hearing from him any day now. Is what pretty you're much? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't called you yet. I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, well, she hasn't yeah. checked her voicemail for the last two and a half hours. Or, you, know, you never know, last two hours. Any day now, just keep, you know, oh, don't delete okay. anything that says that, that, that says we'll eat on it. Oh, I'm waiting. And your guys' episode's probably not out yet, right? Uh, sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep looking for it. What'd you play? <laughs> it's a secret. Uh, oh, okay. It's a secret. Don't want to spoil anything. Uh, oh, okay. that makes no spoiler sense. alerts here. Okay. <laughs> and he uses, I think he uses that uh, that Sultan table, that that Sultan gaming table. That uh, oh, nice. I think I think that's what he's got there. Well, I will. I will look for some of them. Very uh, very well done stuff. Very wow. enjoyable. Except that the Briars commercial. Is pissing me off because it took a lovely little song by the Young Bloods that I actually like, and they've made it a hideous little jingle. Ah! Wait, which? The Briars commercial this. took "Get Together," which is a happy little hippie song, you know. Binky, binky, da 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 da. Little plinky, plinky hippie song. Come on, people now, smile. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah, get together. Ah, and you get your little pepper in your That's very nice. God, suddenly I feel nine years old again. Exactly. Perfect little song while Briars is taking it. Come on, people now, get together, and they make it this horrible little jingle, 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 eat some ice cream. No. That's that reminds all. me of that uh, Burger King ad sometime back. I, I forget the whole name of the the sandwich, but they had they had Darius Rucker from uh, Hootie and the the Blowfish doing a modified version of Big Rock Candy Mountain to advertise oh. their their new sandwich. Oh man, I can't believe I missed this. Was he by himself or was he with? Yeah, the no, he was by him him himself. I wonder if this was a sandwich that was only like tested in the. In some limited areas of, and Kentucky was one of them because I can't believe I would have. He made a country western album. I bet he didn't put the Burger King Big Rock Candy Mountain song on there. No, he didn't. Oh no, it was American Roots. I think they interviewed him on American Roots. Was that thing? Uh-oh. You're going to make me watch this horrible this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Burger King. Just in case, you know, 
you don't Her seem soul. like an evil person, and yes. <laughs> you don't know me that better, that much better by now. <laughs> you didn't make me watch the Skittles commercial, too. I know. <laughs> yeah. I gotta admit, there's a lot of stuff oh, that I would do that's cheesy. It is on YouTube. Oh, hooray. Oh, hooray. <laughs> Here I go. What do I look for? Yeah, I also put the link for the Wikipedia page for the Tomb of Horrors adventure in there, so you can look up what I'm what I'm threatening there. there if you don't think I'm evil enough, Rucker. And that's giving me a stupid. Burger uh, King. Yeah, basically look up Darius Rucker Burger King, and it'll be like the first thing Google turns up. Burger King fantasy. Oh, and he's in a horrible purple shirt. Yep. Okay. If I have nightmares. You're in big trouble. Just try and picture the pile of money in the truck that drove up to dump it on his lawn. <laughs> and the tears in his eyes as he did so, yeah. <laughs> I have to opt out. I've read Tomb of Horrors and returned to the Tomb of Horrors. Oh, but I have to watch five seconds. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I had a fun That's time when I, was, when I was researching for Advertitans, and I, was, I went on YouTube and just, looked, I just typed in McDonald's. And yeah. talk about a trip down not only memory lane, but there's stuff on there. I don't know how in the hell they managed to get on. I mean, there was a 1970s McDonald's commercial, which had to be done well before the advent of uh, VCR. And I mean, it was pretty, it was pretty cool. The original conception of McDonald land was Kind of cool in a acid, <laughs> in an acid inspired kind of way. Oh yeah. 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 I oh, those characters back. My God. As far as the Tomb of Horrors go, I actually this have the Hackmaster version <laughs> of it too. So. <laughs> what was that, Nikki? It's horrible. <laughs> He said oh, it was. Oh. You were warned. <laughs> oh, just look at it this way, Nikki. It's not Fogon so... poetry. Yeah. Oh, that was just so bad. All right, hang on. I have to check this out now. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I was going to wait till we were done, but I don't know if I'm... No, no. Go look now and be horrified. Oh. Oh, thanks, Mr. K. Thanks. Oh. You're swell. <laughs> your oh, that was awful. Your parting gift for the evening. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Adam, did you know that Kinky Boots was a Greg Barnes costume design and he got the Tony for it? Wow, really? I'll be back. Yeah, there. isn't that cool? Okay, doke. Damn, he got busy. Good for him. Yeah. Okay. I just. I thought that was neat. Go Greg Barnes. Go Greg Barnes. That's totally who I would hire as a designer if I ever need any, like, fancy schmancy. Go collect an award something where I'm not going to fashion dude. I'm going to him. He makes women look fantastic. God, I remember doing a, a photo shoot with him uh, in the warehouse for nine. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He was helping out with uh, uh, somebody... Somebody wasn't standing where they needed to be standing and was holding up a light somewhere else. And they just asked him, could you just press that reset button on the on the flashback? He was standing there lighting equipment. He pressed the reset button. 
so that they could do a flash picture and not have to move. And he just turned to his partner and said, I'm a photographer. (laughs) 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 He was a nice guy. Very nice guy. (laughs) That's Craig Barnes. Well, cool. Good for him. Good for him. Tomb of That's another fun thing you can look up. Look up Will Wheaton and Tomb of Horrors. And graphs. And and there's no no story. You just have to follow the chart to the graphs. Uh, I want. Is that how it works? Hmm. Yeah? Expert players. I can totally do that. It's for what? (laughs) It's for expert players? (laughs) It's for expert players. No worries. Got it. <laughs> About an hour and a half. I think I'm going to take the. Well, we're at two hours and ten. And I've got an hour and thirty, or an hour and ten from the other night. And uh, that was the night when we were. We were uh, when we were. Um, that I slept through? Yeah, yeah, we were busting your chops without mercy. So we'll put that. Uh, I'll put that on the front end of this, and and we'll release this as a pop culture banter episode and just like a relaxation, chill thing. And, I'm sorry uh, to such a sleepy weenie and bag out early. N- no, you got a big. You should be. You got a heavy. D- <laughs> I am so filled I've with not surprise that he said that. <laughs> so what do we want to do in two weeks? Yeah, what uh, uh, we should probably—you uh, take, take get some sleep, <laughs> Nikki. Get some sleep. Okay, you guys surprise me, Andrews. Have a wait. I'll talk to you before you go on your trip. Probably. What? What's the problem? <laughs> well, anything can happen. That's right. Probably. I I expect <laughs> I would be here. Commercial is conclusive proof of okay. that. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, you guys have a great couple of weeks, and if I make it back from big old shark day, I'll let you know. Oh, please, please <laughs> do. I will be wonderfully surprised for Absolutely. weeks, okay? Absolutely. Okay. Stay safe, Talk stay to you cool. later. Bye-bye. All right, have a good week. Bye-bye. Bye. Take care, everybody. Are we, uh, we're, uh, are we, do, do we want to, like, hang out and decide what we're doing in two weeks, or just uh, 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 float ideas and email? Uh, we might as well hit email with it. Okie doke. Oh, okay. Okay. So, all right then. Well, that's uh, uh, that was this was good. I enjoyed this. Yeah. And I I had eighteen D yeah. twenties to play with and didn't have to pull out one of them. But uh, yeah, well, sorry. I expect that'll change. I expect that'll change. I felt really. I just wasn't. It's all right, man. No worries. No worries. <laughs> don't, don't give it a second thought. It's all cool. Get the, um, get the anxiety about rolling the dice sometimes. <laughs> and and right, of course, it's normal. Off. But on top of everything else going on, it's just like this thing. Not a problem. Yeah. Not a problem. Where's my calendar say here? My I'm calendar says. All right. Take care, Mr. K. Stay well, safe. Now, okay, but but now that Nikki's 
no, since Nikki is not here, I just want to say I vote for Cosmic Patrol because that is a game that is very freewheeling and it's also a game where Nikki will have to GM in part. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because what you do is for every each each mission that you your cosmic your cosmic patrol goes on is divided into scenes and once uh, a scene is over the lead narrator which is basically the <clears throat> GM although we're not going to tell her that mm-hmm. uh, is rotates to the next player on the right or in our case whatever the icons deem and then and that player takes over for that that scene and then. You pass the story stick. So I think if we... Kind of, yeah, but you're still playing your character as well. You're just also describing the the uh, setting. And, and I mean, there is dice rolling involved. It's not It's not a complete... Uh, it kind of combines both types of game pretty well, actually, for a rules-light game. And it's Cosmic Patrol. Um, you said Cosmic so Patrol? Some, it's called Cosmic Patrol. Okay, it's, okay. Four ninety nine for the PDF on RPG now. Hmm. That's worth looking at. Or actually, hell, really, really, you can get the free RPG Day Quick Start thing, and that pretty much has all the rules Which in I it. Have. Which I have. <laughs> yeah. Ah. So, uh, so yeah. Alrighty then. So I've in fact, familiarize myself. So in fact, I'm we could ready. use that if we wanted to, because it's not the kind of game where having read the mission briefing is going to spoil anything. Because, because of the fact that you're all gonna, that everybody's the lead narrator at some point, you sort of, re- I mean, the scene descriptions are like, oh, you know, I, I'm not going to use the, this is me paraphrasing, but you're in a shipyard, and the scene might say, uh, cross, get through the shipyard, the derelict shipyard, uh, and it'll give little things that you might put in there, like, there might be uh, wreckage to dodge, there might be such and such, so, and, and then you move on to the next part of the mission, but the, the scene descriptions are kind of open so that you can still play through it without uh, necessarily having all the fun spoiled for you because you, you read the mission briefing. So, anyway, it's something, something. It's a thought. It's a thought. I certainly do hope that uh, I certainly do hope that you're able to join us um, uh, in two weeks, Andros. But uh, you know, if, if something's going to if something's going to accelerate your plans or change them, um, just uh, just let us know ahead of time. Now, if you uh, can. the plan is we're going to leave. Yeah, plan is we're going to leave early in the morning on Thursday. Okie doke. No, that changes, or you need uh, more sleep, whatever. Just, uh, just <laughs> pop, just pop an email, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we'll right. see. Okay, folks. Yeah, you can sleep when you're dead. <laughs> you could <laughs> <laughs> that. Or if you believe in zombies, maybe you can't. All right, guys, take uh, take care of yourselves and have an excellent two weeks and. Um, stay cool no matter what the weather does, and by all means, stay safe. Go. All right. Okay. Too. Thanks, everybody. Hey, y'all take care. Yep. Yep. Good night. Take care. Bye.